high school basketball. Welcome everybody into Kick 106.7 tonight. Casey Miners, Doug Landinger with you as we bring you Kemp for night's basketball varsity doubleheader in Hawkeye 10 Conference tonight as Kemper takes on a Shenandoah. We got the girls game coming up first. Kemper comes into tonight's girls game 6-12, and 3-6 and six in the Hawkeye 10. Shenandoah 9-8, and 3-4 and four in the Hawkeye 10. Kemper leads the all-time series against Shenandoah 13-4. and four. That dates back to 2009. They have won a five straight in this matchup. Going to welcome you in the Mackie Motors, the pregame show here. The Mackie Motors pregame show brought to you by Mackie Motors of Lake City. Recipient of the GM Mark of Exit Award for 15-year journey. You can find your roads at Mackie Motors in Lake City or at MackieMotors.com. I'm going to bring you my broadcast partner, Doug Wanniger. And Doug, Shenandoah comes in over 500. But you look at the numbers, these two, these two teams very similar. Yeah, very similar, very similar against, uh, you know, similar competition. Uh, but a little bit different type of team. Kemper likes to get up and down the court, likes to run. Uh, going to try to force the turnovers where, on the other hand, the uh, Shenandoah Mustangs, they're going to try to get it inside to Lene Green, a big six foot one inch junior. She's averaging uh, just under 20 a game at 19.5, and believe it or not, almost 14 rebounds a game. So Kemper's going to have their hands full uh, with her inside. Green's going to be a big problem for them. Could see that defense trying to double team her tonight down low on the block. Yeah, I think you're going to probably, my guess, they're going to put Carson Obermole on her. Uh, Carson's uh, probably one of the taller girls on the team. I think she's about, uh, what, 5'9", uh, so she's not as tall, but she's pretty long, plays pretty good defense, probably gets some backside help from Franny Glenn as well. Again, Kemper comes in at 6-12, 3-6 in the Hawkeye 10. They average 46.9 points per game for right at 47 points per game. They shoot at 34.9% for the field to right at 35%, 28% from free, 58% from the field. Uh, comparing that to Shenandoah, they average 48 points per game. They shoot at 36% from the field, 24% from three, and both teams shooting at 58% from the free throw line. I think rebound is going to be a big key tonight. Doug Kemper comes in averaging 30 compared to 36 from Shenandoah. Yeah, they're going to have to keep uh, green off the board. And, uh, you know, the thing that I look at with this Kemper team, it's been the same problem all year long. They play a good quarter, then they play two bad ones, and then maybe another good one. They just struggled to put uh, four quarters together. Uh, consistently. Same thing happened again last night. Got down early in the first half, came back, had a strong game. I think they got it down to three uh, and then uh, ended up losing by, I'm not even sure what the final score was. I guess I was I believe. Yeah, but uh, again, they came back and played some good basketball. It's been that way all year long. They played one good quarter or two good quarters and just can't put it together. We will step away, take a break back in 90 seconds for your Mackie Motors pregame show here on Kick 1067. Since 1968, Mackie Motors has been serving Lake City and the surrounding communities with new and certified pre-owned vehicles. Mackie Motors is a full-service dealership providing oil changes in our Quick Lube Express phase, a service department with world-class trained technicians, a body shop and collision center with the latest equipment, a full vehicle detailing department, or come talk with one of our highly knowledgeable sales staff. Recipient of the GM Mark of Excellence Award for 15 years running. Find new roads at Mackie Motors in Lake City and MackieMotors.com. When it comes to sports, injuries, and pain, call the specialists at Suppy Chiropractic Clinic with Dr. Mike Suppy and Dr. Jack Janning. Dr. Suppy and Dr. Janning work closely with area athletes and teams in providing effective treatments and rehabilitation of sports-related injuries. For optimal sports performance, call Dr. Mike Suppy and Dr. Jack Janning at Suppy Chiropractic Clinic today. 792-6026. You can stop by their clinic at 1420 Highway 71 North in Carroll. Proud sponsors of all area teams. This is Brian Moore from Avail Bank. 
At Avail Bank, we're here to help you every step of the way. Whether you're just starting out and need a little help to get that farm or business off the ground, or maybe you've been around for a while and need some help in achieving that next goal, we are here to help. We can't walk in your shoes, we just want to walk beside you on your path to success. Stop in and see what better banking is all about. We'd be happy to talk to you about putting your farm or business on the path to financial success. Avail Bank, member FDIC. Equal housing lender. Well, again, the Gatorade broadcast booth. Gatorade distributed by Pepsi Beverages and Carol Southeast for fuel, recover, and perform. Casey Miners, Doug Waniger with you tonight. And Doug, looking at the matchup a little bit more, Frenny Glenn has been fantastic the last couple of weeks for the Knights. Just not on the re- on the glass like she's been all year, but especially getting in down low and scoring in the paint. Yeah, she's getting some old boards, excuse me, offensive rebounds, uh, getting some putbacks on that. Uh, you know, real key to Kemper tonight in as I think it's been the last few games, you know, they've been in a little bit of a dry spell, losing their last uh, four or five out of six, something like that. And uh, Elsa Tiefenthaler is the key to this team. And my advice to Elsa is just relax. Go out there and put a smile on your face and have fun. She puts so much pressure on herself to be the one that carries this team. And, you know, while she, she's probably the key cog, uh, she's just got to have fun. So I Hope to see her relax tonight and have a good time, see a smile on her face, and I think that'll take her a long way to performing a lot better, playing think, the way she wants I to. I think Kaylee Simons off the bench is going to be a big piece tonight, too. I think she provides a lot of energy for this Kemper team off the bench. Yeah, Kaylee always comes in with, and brings a spark into the team. Uh, you know, she, she hustles, she works hard, she'll hit the big three when she needs to. Uh, somebody that's uh, a real valuable player for the Knights. And then the other one is... You know, Aubrey Hooten, she came out the other night, started the ball game, hit three threes in, uh, I think, a little more than just the first, maybe a first quarter, maybe first ten minutes. Uh, and I talked to her a little bit after the game, and she's really doubted her shot this year. And she's a good shooter. She just needs to get the ball and shoot it. We'll run through those starting lineups for you. First, for Shenandoah, they will start Chloe Denton, along with Carolyn Rogers, Cassidy Stevens, and Jenna Burdall. Dorf, excuse me, will start, and then Elaney Green. For Kemper, they will start Elsa Tiefenthaler, Carson Overwell, Aubrey Hewitt, Lauren Bell, and Franny Glenn. Again, Shenandoah comes in 9-8, 3-4 in the Hawkeye 10. Kemper 6-12, 3-6 in the Hawkeye 10. Kemper leads this all-time series 13-4. That dates back to 2009. They have won five straight against this Shenandoah team. We'll step away, take a break, step away for three minutes. Be back with tip-off here on a kick of 106.7. It's common to feel overwhelmed when it comes to insurance. That's why you need to have an agent you can trust. For almost 150 years, Roselle Mutual has been insuring homes, farms, and much more in Carroll and the surrounding communities. At Roselle Mutual, you can depend on us to personally guide you and recommend coverage that's best for your shiny new car, your latest ATV, or if you want to put the best protection on your family, home, or farm. We are here to provide you with expertise, exceptional service, and quality insurance for all your needs. Roselle Mutual, a partner of Grinnell Mutual. Give us a call at 792-4525. Family-owned and operated since 1948, Quant Auto Salvage is the area's best full-service scrap facility. Whether you're looking to sell scrap iron, vehicles, or batteries, or you need to locate that difficult-to-find part for your vehicle, they have what you need. And if it isn't in stock, they can locate it with their nationwide parts database. Quant Auto Salvage. They sell the best and recycle the rest. to care for in your life 
Nationwide Mutual Insurance Company and Affiliates, Columbus, Ohio. Here at Gretemann and Associates, we know that finding the right protection for you and your family's needs is important. That's why we partner with Nationwide, offering protection for you, your family, your business, and your future. Call 712-792-5050 or visit Gretemann.com to learn more. Hi, this is Dr. Mulbauer from McFarland Clinic in Carroll. If you are expecting a baby, our family medicine department is here to help you every step of the way. Our physicians provide prenatal care and services, childbirth, and postpartum care. Your McFarland Clinic family medicine physicians can perform C-sections and VBACs during delivery. Call our family medicine office at 712-792-1500 or visit our website at mcfarlandclinic.com for more information. McFarland Clinic Carroll, here for you and your growing family. From bump set spike to the crack of the bath, at Motor Inn of Carroll, we love our high school sports. And we love the opportunity to support our local schools, athletes, coaches, and parents. Through the hard work of our kids, we get the enjoyment of watching and listening to their activities. Other life lessons, like teamwork and citizenship, help create outstanding young women and men we are so proud to sponsor. Good luck to all of our local sports teams. From Motor Inn of Carroll. Utility vehicles have become commonplace on Iowa farms, but people don't always remember the first UTV, the Kawasaki Mule. In 1988, the Kawasaki Mule was introduced and quickly became known for how useful it was and how tough it was. However, one thing was apparent, they were too slow. Now, for 2024, Kawasaki has a mule that's just as fast as the competition, but still has that legendary reliability and a standard three-year warranty. We're proud to have Kawasaki here at Olson's Outdoor Power and want you to stop in and check one out today. Olson's Outdoor Power, your one-stop service and equipment shop. Looking back in the Mackie Motors pregame show here on a Kick 106. I want to thank Mr. Jeff Blankman back in the studio tonight, making sure that everything goes okay. As we do have another, Blankman's back in the studio. Yeah, Blankman's back in the studio tonight. As we do have another broadcast going on tonight for you over on KCAM. Kepper taking on, or excuse me, Kepper taking on Shenandoah here tonight on Kick 106.7. But Boone at Carroll, or Carroll at Boone, excuse me, over on KCIM tonight. Uh, me and Jeff going to type up all of tonight's area basketball games on our big series sports reports. Those will be posted on later on tonight on our sports website at sports.kcim.com. Doug, we mentioned it a little bit. Both these teams really have one girl they rely on to score the basketball. You're going to need other girls to step up if both teams want to come away with the win tonight on the offensive end. Well, you know, Kepper's got several girls that can score. They just need to, you know, rely on uh, Elsa to run the show, so to speak. Now, Shenandoah, on the other hand, the, the girl inside, Lene Green, she's, she's just a big, tall girl. She doesn't have a lot of help, but if they can handle the ball and handle the uh, uh, Kemper press and get it into the half-court game, Kemper could have some troubles here tonight. But let's hope our defensive pressure is what takes us uh, to a victory here. I felt like all season, Kemper's defense, that's one thing they've really had to lean on this year. They played well. Uh, I was here for a little bit during the Coon game. I thought they played good defense in the Coon game, especially in Grandview Christian in a win. And they even did it pretty good last night against Harlan. Yeah, the Coon game, Coon Rapids Bears game, was one that got away from them that uh, really bothered these girls because they know that's a game that they could have won. You know, you're playing Harlan, Lewis Central, big teams, uh, big, big schools. Uh, you know, we battle them, and, and we're in the game with them. It's just that it's that one bad quarter, maybe even a 12, 14 minutes, get us, uh, gets us in trouble. 
Run through those starting lineups again for you real quick. First for the Kemper Knights, they will start Elsa Tiefenthaler, Carson Overmole, along with Aubrey Heumann, Lauren Bell, and Franny Glenn. For Shenandoah, the Phillies, they will start Chloe Denton, along with Carolyn Rogers, Cassidy Stevens, Jenna Burdoff, and then also Laney Green down low for Shenandoah. Again, Shenandoah 9-8, and 3-4. and four. The Hawkeye Ten this is the first meeting this year between the two teams. Kemper 6-12, and 3-6 and six in the Hawkeye Ten. We get set for tip-off here on a kick, 106-7 tonight. Also want to give a little bit of a shout-out to Miss uh, Smith and Huffman as they were down at the State Girls Wrestling yep. Tournament. Both of them went one and two, uh, but picked up a win. I think that's really important for those girls. All eight of our area girls did wrap up as uh, we wrapped up this morning. So if you want to know all, all the uh, – Jeff got interviews with all the girls down there as well as all the results. Check us out on our YouTube page there uh, at CB Sports Network on YouTube. Jeff got interviews with all the girls up there as well as on our website at sports.13dkcim.com. You're going to see that sport just get more popular all the time. Kemper As Brady Glenn wins the tip. Kemper going to win the opening tip. Aubrey Hewton quickly takes it down the court. Elsa Tiefenthaler with it. Now to Overmore near the free throw line. Overmore drives in. Her layup in the lane is going to be up no good. I think she just kind of threw that one up there, and it went out of bounds. And Kemper will give it back to Shannon Doa. Shannon Doa going to go left to right. Down your radio dial here into this first half. Kemper going to go right to left. Yeah, I think you're going to see the Knights really turn up the pressure to hopefully keep them out of that half-court game and uh, keep Lene Green. If Kemper can speed this game up in any way, I think it really works in their favor tonight. Absolutely. Shenandoah working with it now. Going to get it to the top of the key to Denton. Denton swings in the corner to Green. Green in the far side corner and be guarded by Glenn. Glenn going to back it off a little bit. Now to Denton as they work it around the three-point line. They go down low. Nice in a 2-3 zone. Kicks it back out to Denton. Denton's three-point shot going to be up and good. Shenandoah only a 24% free throw shooting team on the year. Knocks down their first shot. Overmore with it in the close side corner. Be guarded by Denton. Shannon Doan, a man-to-man defense to Hewton in the close side wing. Back out to Overmore. She dribbles right. Slings it out to Tiefenthaler. She's going to direct some traffic as she has it in the night logo. Tiefenthaler can use the screen set by Glenn. Glenn tried to cut to the basket, but was quickly guarded by Green. Good defensive pressure by Shenandoah. Hewton going to dribble baseline. Her layup in the lane is going to be up no good. Offensive board in the hands of Glenn put back up no good. Shenandoah with it now quickly in the front court. Rogers with it, gets it to the top of the key to Steven, swings it over to Denton as they try to go down low to Green, but a nice steal there by Glenn. Knights running in transition, Tiefenthaler to Glenn. Glenn in transition, her bucket's going to be no good. Missed the bunny there by Franny Glenn, and it's still 3-0 for Shenandoah here early first quarter. The Shenandoah team uh, not afraid to run either. They're up and, right up and down the court. on the other end there by the Phillies. Going to be up no good. That was Rogers, the senior, with it. Rebound into the hands of Bell. Tiefenthaler quickly pushes it up to Overmore. Back out to Hewton. Hewton's three-point shot going to be short no good. Rebound into the hands of Denton. I like the way she got rid of the ball, but you got to follow your shot. She kind of shot and pulled away from it and started up the court. You know, follow your shot. Phillies working with the basketball. Gets it in the corner to Rogers. They swing it over. To Stevens now to the free throw line. Tries to get it down low to Green. Green almost drawing a double team every time he touches in the paint. The offensive board, though, in the hands of Green up no good. A fight for the rebound. Going to go into the hands of Shenandoah. We're going to get a jump ball call on the far end as one of the Shenandoah players hits the deck. And we'll stick with the Phillies underneath their own basket. Yeah, Lauren Bell and her fighting over that basketball. Both of them ended up on the floor. Stevens to inbound for Shenandoah. Goes the tries to go over the top of the defense, but nobody was open. They eventually get it out to Rogers. She swings it to Denton. Denton's already got three points here tonight. It's a 3-0 lead for Shenandoah. 
Yeah, the Knights doing a good job of keeping Green from getting the ball down there. Deepenthaler with good pressure defense causes a turnover into the hands of Bell. Bell going to pick up her dribble, gets it out to Deepenthaler. Knights going to run some offense. They swing it in the corner to Bell. Bell's going to dribble baseline down on the low block. I think we're going to get an offensive foul. It's going to be a charge on Lauren Bell. Yeah, Lauren went in a little bit out of control there. Pretty good defensive position. That one could have probably gone either way, but they called the uh, charging foul on Lauren Bell. That's going to be her first of the game. Knights going to run a 1-2-1-1 zone defense here in the full court press. Stephen's going to have it. Gives it back to Denton. Denton's still yet to cross the timeline. She finally gets it up into the front court. Stephen's now working with it into the corner. That one's going to go out of bounds. Just lost the handle on it. That was Jenna Burdoff. It's two turnovers now for the Phillies. And they, too, are in a press. 2-2-1 zone press. Overmold going to bring it into the front court for the Knights. And have tried to be trapped but able to dribble the baseline. Goes cross court to Tiefenthaler. Tiefenthaler unable to get the basketball but rolls in the hands of Glenn. Also now working with it in the far side corner. Guarded closely by Denton. Kicks it out to Hugh. She swings it to Overmold. Overmold the top of the key. is going to take the straight on three. That's going to be up no good. Rebound in the hands of Green. She's going to bring it up into the front court. Mustangs don't have the numbers. And she's going to pick up her dribble. Guarded closely by Tiefenthaler. Swings it out to the top of the key. Back out to Denton. Still a 3 nothing lead here for Shenandoah. Almost halfway through the first quarter. Kemper playing a really good 2-3 matchup zone. Stevens is shot down low on the low block. It's going to be up and good. Nice passing there by the Phillies to work it around the three-point line to find the open yeah, goal underneath. Just got inside of Hooten. Overmole's transition three on the other end is going to be up and good. And that's the first Kemper bucket tonight. Carson Overmole hits her first three. And it's five to three. Shenandoah on top of Kemper. Overmole almost comes with the steal on the inbound. Or on the, because they were trying to get it up into the front court. We've got Kaylee Simons checking into the lineup for Hooten. Kaylee brings a lot of energy when she comes in the lineup. A shorter, a shorter, what she does on the volleyball yeah, a shorter guard. I, I, one of the, I would say one of the better liberos in the state of Iowa, Kaylee Simons is. Green with it down low in the paint. Draws the double team. They kick it out to Denton. We're going to get a three-second call down low on Green. It's going to be a turnover. Knights take over possession of the basketball down two at five to three with 3.59 left here in the first quarter. Looking at that defensive uh, positioning of the Knights, it looks like they're in a diamond and one with Franny Glenn being the one on Green, and the rest of them are in kind of a diamond shape around it, a diamond zone defense. Overmole working with the basketball. Has another free throw line. I think she's going to get a going to get a foul committed on Overmole if she tried to pass the basketball. It's going to go on to Cassidy Stevens, I would assume, by the way yeah. she reacted yeah. on the court. She didn't. Uh, she didn't look like she thought she fouled her. I think she has a difference of opinion with Mr. Official. Simons, or excuse me, Overmole will inbound. Gets it up to Tiefenthaler. Tiefenthaler going to dribble into the free throw line. Kicks it out to Kaylee. Kaylee Simons is going to take a three at the top of the key. It's going to be up no good. Glenn tries to come in for the rebound, but it's going to go in the hands of Green. She got a good look at it, though. Good shot. Phillies with it in the front court. Stevens going to get to Denton at the top of the key. She swings it over to Birdo. Birdo back out to Denton. That one's going to be stolen away by Simon. Simon's and Tiefenthaler uh-huh. running in transition. We're going to get a reach-in foul on the Phillies. That's, the, that's what uh, Kaylee Simons does. She creates energy and, uh, and just works her tail off out there. Jumped in the passing lane there and got the steal. Knights going to inbound on the far sideline. Lauren Bell to inbound for the Camper Knights. Down by two at 5-3 to three with 3.23 left. Keep a dollar with it near the volleyball line. Going to get it back out to Simons, or excuse me, to Overmole. Overmole tries to get it to Glenn. She thought Glenn was going to stay at the top of the key, but the basketball got loose in the hands of Lauren Bell. Simons now within the corner, dribbles into the paint, kicks it out to Overmole. 
Overmold drives in. Her low floater in the lane is going to be up no good. Fight for her own miss. It's going to go in the hands of Lauren Bell. Bell picked up her second rebound unofficially tonight. Stephen Toller working with it. Goes out to Simon. Simon's near the Kemper logo at half court. Shot clock down to 23. Simon's dribbles into the free throw line. Going to have it stolen away. Stevens jumps the passing lane. Billy's now in transition. That pass is going to be tipped out of bounds. And it's going to go off of Elsa Tiefenthaler. Yeah, Elsa got her hands on it, but uh, couldn't quite get the steal. Shenandoah go to inbounds right in front of the Kemper bench. Rogers inbounds it, gets it up to Stevens. Stevens at the top of the key, bounce pass to Green near the free throw line. Green guarded by Glenn. Glenn with nice defense, not letting Green go anywhere. and causes the turnover. Carson Overmold comes away with the steal. Up to Tiefenthaler. Knights running in transition. Going to back it out now. They didn't have the numbers. Overmold going to take a three at the top of the key. It's going to be up no good. And she's gotten really close on these shots. Glenn with an offensive board. Put back up no good, but she's going to go to the line to shoot too. But as I was saying... That's a good, strong move by Franny Glenn. Once she got the offensive rebound, but she went back up strong with it. Overmold has missed, I think, three threes, but all of them have been right there into yeah. the front of the rim or the back of the rim. Glenn going to go to the free throw line so far tonight. Glenn with zero points, picks up her first point right there, and the Knights cut it to a one-point lead. Franny's got three offensive rebounds already. Olivia Shankleberg checking in for Lauren Bell. Olivia's given us some nice minutes this year. Glenn's second free throw rolls around and it falls good on the season. Franny, 59% free throw shooter. Schenkelberg going to check in for Glenn. Also on the court is Charlotte Hackford. You know, that's a real job for Franny, and it's good to see her get a breather here because she's having to play, you know, that kind of that man-to-man on the green down low while everybody else is in a zone. Stevens within the top of the key, guarded by Tiefenthaler. She's going to kick it out as... A Shebaum has it into the corner to Stevens. Three-point shot up no good. Backside rebound going to go out of bounds. It's going to be a foul. They're going to call it out of bounds. They're going to give a foul. Foul will be awarded to Jenna Berto. That's her second foul. Berto picks up the foul. Five-five. Minute fifty-five left here in the first quarter. Both teams. Little cold, little sloppy with the basketball. Steven Tyler was in the front court now for the Knights. Tries to get it to Hackford at the top of the key. Hackford swings it over to Simon. Simon's going to take the corner three. It's going to be up no good, a little long. Also, Steven Tyler skies in for the rebound and steals the possession there for the Knights. Gonna be called I don't know if that ball. goes for a rebound or not, but I count it as one because technically she got the Knights in possession. So. Tiefenthaler will inbound underneath the camper basket. Shot clock resets to 35. Goes in low to Simon. Simon's amongst the trees. She's going to get a foul called on her on the shot. She'll go to the line to shoot two. Yeah, and the gal that she went up against is much taller than her and Abigail Martin. Uh, you know, she's, you know, she's listed at 5'7". She looks a lot taller than that, but uh, Kaylee down there at about 5'2". Maybe that might even be stretching it a little <laughs> bit, but she got the rebound, kept the ball up high, went right back up with it, and uh, drew the foul and makes the free throw. Simons converts the first free throw. This is Kemper's first lead at 6-5 to five here in the first quarter. Simons back to the free throw line. Second one hits about every portion of the rim, but goes halfway down and falls out. Stevens wasn't ready for the receiver. Rogers wasn't ready for the pass. Excuse me. Stolen away by Simons. Kemper into the front court now. Hackford at the top of the key. Going to get it out to Simons. Simons back out to Overmore. Overmore goes cross court to Tiefenthaler. Tiefenthaler going to take a deep three. Three-point shot on the way up. No good. Knights still lead 6-5. to five. The rebound was pulled down by Alexis Shebaum. 
not often we get this far into the game where Elsa doesn't have any points. But, again, just relax, keep having fun out there. The shots will come. Stevens within the top of the key. You dribble into the free throw line. Hurst pull-up jumper in the paint. It's going to be up no good. Simons pulls down the rebound. This diamond and one defense has really got green and the, the Mustangs out of whack. They're, they're just completely out of sync. Simons with it near the Kemper logo at half course. Going to dribble in now. Picks it up on the low block. Back out to Tiefenthaler. Tiefenthaler going to dribble in on the defense. Her shot's going to be up no good. A little bit of an acrobatic shot. We're going to pick up a foul on Carson. Or excuse me, on Olivia Schenkelberg. Green pulled down the rebound. Olivia did a nice job rolling in the basket after the shot went up. Aubrey Hewton going to check into the game for the Kemper Knights. 35.9 left here in this first quarter. Shot clock still on as it's down to 30 seconds. Knights need to pick up the defensive pressure. Try to create some offense with their defense. Stevens gets it up to the front court. Down low to Rogers. Rogers tried to go to Green. Active hands on the defensive end there by Schenkelberg. Elsa Tiefenthaler in transition. Her layup is going to be up no good. Rebound into the hands of Martin. There seems to be Phillies can hold for the last shot. They're going to pick up a foul on Keely Simon. Gets it into Green. Green guarded by Simons with eight seconds left. Goes down low to Schenkelberg. Loses the handle on the basketball. Simons in there actively on defense, and they're going to out of bounds to see who they get the basketball to. They're going to keep it with Shannon Doa. Yeah, they've really got her flustered. She hasn't scored yet. You know, the girl comes into the ball game averaging 19 a game, almost 20. Hasn't even had a good look yet as Franny Glenn checks back into the game. Schenkelberg going to take a seat. Looks like she's got Again, some good minutes by, by Olivia off the, off the bench helping the Knights out. 3.5. Green going to hand it off to Stevens. Stevens is shot at the buzzer. is going to be up no good. And Kemper going to take a 6-5 lead to the second quarter. We'll step away, take a break. We'll back in one minute with that second quarter here on a kick of 1067. Outlaw Graphics in Carroll is ready to assist your business, team, or organization. They can provide you with vehicle graphics, commercial signs, indoor-outdoor signs, apparel, promo items, and so much more. If you want your logo on it, they can do it. Personalize any event with t-shirts, koozies, or hats. If you are busy, Outlaw Graphics Promo to Go team will come to you with their unique designs to complete the job. For more information, check out Outlaw Signs Graphics and Apparel on Facebook. At Carroll County Solid Waste, we deliver environmental services together because, like all teams, together, everyone achieves more. We all enjoy a snack and a drink when cheering for our favorite team. When finished, be a team player. Put your bottles and cans in the recycle bin and your empty food packaging in the trash. Visit our website at carrollcountylandfill.com for details of how to be part of the recycle team because together, we're stronger. We're Carroll County Solid Waste, wishing our area athletes a safe and successful sports season. Five your score as we go to the second quarter here on a kick 106.7. Casey Miners, Doug Wanniger with you in the Gatorade broadcast booth tonight. Shenandoah going to start with the basketball here in the quarter. Stevens going to have it. Swings it out to Denton. Denton hit a three early in the first quarter. Rogers' three-point shot on the way is going to be short. No good. Rebound in the hands of Ombre Hughes. Nice job of boxing out. Keeping nice. green off the board. Nice running in transition. Tiefen Toller with it into the free throw line. Going to kick it back out to the top to keep. Bell now with it. Tries to go down low to Glenn. That one's going to be stolen away by Stevens. 6-5. Kemper still on top here as we just started the second quarter. Rogers' two-point jumper going to be up no good. Hewton pulls down another rebound here in the quarter. 
Knights just got to be a little bit more patient on their offensive end, getting a little bit sloppy with the basketball, not setting good, true screens. Tipitar going to draw a double team now. Backs out of it. Bell with it. No dribble in baseline. Tries to go down low to Glenn. Glenn catches it clean and gets her first bucket from the field tonight. She's got four points on the night. That extends the Kemper lead to 8-5 to five as we're a minute off the clock so far here in the second quarter. Rogers with it. Going to be trapped to the far sideline. Tries to get it to Stevens. Stevens able to go down low to Green. And Green's going to pick up her first basket of the night. Yeah, on the assist from Stevens. That was one where the Knights just got... A little bit out of position on that one. Left uh, green inside a load for an easy basket. But again, her first bucket of the night. 8-7, to seven, Kemper on top. Tiefenthaler drives in. Layup's going to be up no good. Are they going to call it on the floor? Will she, or will she go to the line to shoot two? I think she's going to go to the line to shoot two. Tiefenthaler. For her first points of the night. Averages 12, almost 13 a game at 12.9. A 68% free throw shooter. The first one rolls off the side of the rim. No good. Uh, Elsa just needs to just relax out there, and uh, she is so tense. She wants to win so badly. Tifa Dollars first, second free throw, excuse me, rims in and out, no good. Green going to pull down the rebound. She'll bring it up in the front court, guarded by Tifa Dollars. Green picks up her dribble, tries to throw it in to Denton. Rogers able to track it down on the far sideline. Green now with it near the free throw line, drives in on a Glenn. Pass going to be knocked away. away. Glenn's played great defense yep, so far in the game on... On a green, Tifa Tyler going to bring it up into the front court. Kemper still leads eight to six, or eight to seven. Excuse me, six sixteen left here. Glenn going to hand it off, looking for somewhere to go. Gets it up to Bell. Bell's shot going to be up, no good. Fight for the rebound. I think we're going to get a foul on. They're going to be going. I think it might go on Lauren Bell. Yeah. The Knights got to recognize when they don't have a shot, they're going into the lane on those, and that's the I think the third one where they've just kind of gone up and pulled it up toward the basket. Uh, they just got to, you know, like I said, work for better cuts, get better position on their screens, create better openings. Stephen Tyler going to take a seat. Kaylee Simons checks in for her. Shannon Doe works the basketball in the front court. We're going to get a travel, and that's good defense there by Simons Again. on the bench, causing the turnover. She went in to rip the ball away. Didn't wasn't, quite get it, but caused the yeah, travel call. Exactly. She caused the girl to uh, travel, and it, it wasn't a steal, but it's the same thing because we get possession of the basketball as uh, Sierra Putin's checks in for Lauren Bell. Kemper up by one, still at 8-7. 5.58 left here in this second quarter. We'll have your Roselle Mutual Hatson report coming up just a little bit here on a kick, 106-7. Simon's working with the basketball, going to hand it off to Overmull. Overmull hit a three there in that first quarter. Pudence now went to the coastline wing. The Simon, Simon's two-point jumper is going to be up and good, and she's got a nice stroke no matter where she sat on the floor. Yeah, that was a nice entry pass by uh, Pudence on that nice bounce pass. She didn't try to throw it through as they forced another turnover against Simon. Simon again right there, yep. and both of them tried. They trapped the Shenandoah girl right as she got into half court and into the front court for the for the Phillies and. She might only be 5-1 or so, but uh, you know what? She just does the right thing at the right time. Simons with the basketball, going to dribble into the top of the key, kicks it out to Glenn, Glenn to the corner to Overmull. Overmull drives into the free throw line, kicks it out to Heaton. Nice working the basketball around with 20 seconds left here on the shot clock. Aubrey's got to take that shot there when she's got it. And the Knights turn it over. Overmore was working with it. She kicked it to Simons. Simons tried to kick it to Putin's in the corner, but Putin's cut to the basket, and the basketball went out of bounds. Knights nice. got, what, five or six turnovers now, but they got to recognize when that shot is there, and like I said, Aubrey's ready to make the pass as Glenn gets another steal. We're going to get a foul. I think it's going to go on Green as Green tried to reach in when Franny come away with the steal, and Shenandoah struggling with that, uh, that, 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 that trapping press, I would say, that Kemper 
has put on here in the second quarter. Yeah, they were absolutely doing it the right way as uh, Elsa Tifatala checks back in for Hewton. Now they've got Simons at the point now, letting uh, Elsa play at the off-guard position where she's probably a little more comfortable. Hewton tries to go down low. We're going to get a kick ball call. It'll stick with Kemper. Right idea with a bounce pass to get it in. And Coach Klink will join us at halftime of the boys' game along with the player. Kemper up 10-7 here about halfway through the second quarter. Overmull looking for somewhere to go. Goes over the top of the defense to Putin. Putin catches it, swings it in the corner to Simons. Simons' this corner three is going to be up no good. And Brandy Glenn's going to get an over yep. and back call. I don't know if they're going to quite call it an over and back, but she tried to go up and get the rebound. Fortunately, that's her first foul. That's one where Brandy's got to recognize she doesn't have any chance. She was boxed out. But, uh, again, a good effort on her, her behalf. Stevens with the basketball, going to throw it up in the front court to Rogers. Shenandoah working with it, and it's going to go out of bounds. Looks like Glenn poked it away, so it'll keep it with the Phillies. Phillies are a fairly physical basketball team. They get aggressive on the defensive end and on the offensive end. They're really trying to go in hard. Green's floating in the lane's going to be up no good. Glenn pulls down another rebound. Only have her for two unofficially tonight. You might have her for more. I don't think I've counted on the offensive rebound. That's the rebounds. first defensive. I've got three offensive rebounds. Yep. For Basket on the other end there by Kaylee Simons. Kaylee's well, having a big impact on this game tonight. 12-7. Simons with five points to lead the Knights in scoring tonight. Denton going to work with the basketball. Knights on top here in the second quarter. Swings it out to Rogers. Her three-point shot's going to be up no good. Trying to track it down is Green, and she's going to tip it off. That was a good save. Of- that was actually a bad call by the official. That should have been off of Sierra Putin's. I wonder if they think she stepped in the line as she went at it. That'd be the only thing I could call, but I thought it went off of Sierra Putin's yeah, as well. Yeah, I... I that could have been the case, but I didn't see that. Simon's going to bring it up into the front court for Kemper. Knights lead by five at 12 to seven. 404 left here in the first quarter. Simon's here at the free throw line. They kick it out to Tifa Taller. Tifa Taller squares the, the passes on the three. Back out to Roger. Simon. Simon's with a nice cut to the basket. Solid teammate in trouble. Went to the open space and picked yep. up two more points. Absolutely. It's had a really nice impact on the game since she's came in, getting a lot of playing time tonight. Stevens tries to go down low to Green. It's going to go out of bounds off of the Kemper Knights. Knights up by 7, 14-7, 3.43 left here in this second quarter. We'll have Roosevelt Mutual Action Report coming up in just a little bit. Can't say enough about the job the Knights have done defensively. They've really, I mean, uh, Green, like I said, she's come into the game averaging almost 20 a game. Done a really nice job of, you know, boxing in on her on that di- I think it's a diamond and one of what is the way it looks to me, and they've Rogers, got another turnover. Rogers going to double dribble with the basketball, turns it over and gives it right back to Kemper, and we're going to get a timeout on the floor, our first timeout. There'll be a full timeout by Shenandoah. We'll step away, take it with them back in one minute here on a kick of 106.7. At American Family Insurance, protecting cattle ranches is at the heart of what we do. After all, it's where we got our start more than 90 years ago. We understand it's more than a ranch. It's your life. And that's why we offer customizable policies that protect what you've worked for. Let's build the policy your ranch deserves. For details, contact Nicole Unkin at Nicole Unkin Agency. Call 712-792-1262 or stop by 412 Highway 30 today. 
Since 1968, Mackey Motors has been serving Lake City and the surrounding communities with new and certified pre-owned vehicles. Mackey Motors is a full-service dealership providing oil changes in our Quick Lube Express phase, a service department with world-class trained technicians, a body shop and collision center with the latest equipment, a full vehicle detailing department, or come talk with one of our highly knowledgeable sales staff. Recipient of the GM Mark of Excellence Award for 15 years running. Find new roads at Mackey Motors in Lake City and MackeyMotors.com. Camper with a 14-7 lead here in the second quarter 3.40 left for your halftime coming up in just a little bit on the court for the Knights coming out of the timeout Elsa Tifa Dollar along with Kaylee Simons Carson Overbowl, Franny Glenn and Ombre Hewton out there as well Knights took a lead at 6-5 and they have led ever since Kaylee Simons got half of our 14 points off the bench Simons bounce pass into Tiff and Dog. Going to kick it out to Glenn. Glenn's two-point jumper going to rim in and out. No good. Rebound down and in the hands of Burgo. Elsa's shouting out defensive directions out there for her teammates to follow up on. Green with in the close side wing, guarded by Simons. She's going to drive in, kicks it out. Shenandoah still working with the basketball with 19 seconds left. Denton at the top of the key, guarded by Tiff and Kind of surprised Green didn't drive in on Simons with a smaller defender on her. Try to go down low to Green. Green catches it. We're going to get a jump ball call. Possession arrow going to keep it with Shenandoah. Whenever she gets the ball, she's got three girls around her. And like I said, it's really frustrating. I mean, there's hands flapping all over the place, uh, playing clean basketball, but just flapping at the basketball. And she's just really struggling to uh, keep possession of it. 3.03 left here in the second quarter. Knights up 14-7. to Shenandoah going to inbound the basketball underneath their own basket. Really good defensive game plan by the coaches on the Kemper squad. I think that Coach Clank came over and saw yeah, Coach Clank's going to get a... Knights are gonna gained get his team of possession. Yeah, gained his team of possession. I, well, it was probably the alternate possession ahead and switch, maybe. Was that the at, at, at the start of the yeah. half? Yeah. Or start of the, start of the quarter, I should say. Simon's going to bring it up in the front court now as Kemper gets the basketball back. Overmull hands it off to Tiefenthaler on the far side. Wing back out to Glenn. She tries to go back door to Simons. Pass going to be stolen away by Shenandoah. Yeah, yeah. that's not going to work for Kaylee to get the ball down low down, you know, down there amongst the trees anyway. Newton jumps the passing lane, throws Great it to Tiefenthaler. Tiefenthaler going to race into the front court. Now near the free throw line, kicks it out to Overmull. Overmull over to Simons. Simons loses her defender, dribbles in. Her floater in the lane is going to be up no good. That was a great steal by Aubrey Hewton. Knights playing good defense here in the first half. 2.23 left. Still on top, 14-7. To Denton gets it up to Green at the top of the key, guarded by Tiefenteller. They pushed Green out away from the basket now, so they've changed their offense, trying to go to other girls in low, and now they've got another turnover as Shebaum. Shebaum. Shebaum's going to ch- turn loses, it over. Loses it out of bounds. You know, they've been stuck on seven for a long time. It's eight to seven. That was the closest this game was. Kemper of fourteen to seven. Now Simon's going to bring it up into the front court. To use the screen set by Overmull. Hands it off to Tiefenthaler on the far side wing. Tiefenthaler now drives in in the paint. Picks up her dribble. Wings it out to Overmull. Her three-point shot's going to be up. No good. Rebound into the hands of Rogers. Under two to play here in the first half. Charlotte Hackford going to check in at the next stoppage of play. Rogers within the top of the key for. The Phillies going to lose it out of bounds. It will stick with Shenandoah. Tiefenthaler poked it out of poked it out of her hand. Kemper's just taking them totally out of their game as uh, 
22. That is Charlotte Hackford checks in. Rogers going to swing it over to Shebaum. Back into the corner to Denton. Denton in the far side corner, guarded by Simons. Gets it up. Shot going to be up no good, but foul. Going to be on Hewton. Nice drive to the basket there by Burdorf. Jenna Burdorf to the... Burdorf. The free throw line. Looking for her first points of the night. Free throw going Aubrey, to be up and good. Aubrey had good position there. She just flapped down instead of going straight up. She probably had the block. And they finally get off that seven point uh, with a free throw. Burdorf back to the free throw line. Free throw on the way, up, no good. Green with an offensive board, and her putback's going to be up and good. She's got four points tonight. That leads their team in scoring so far. It's cut to a four-point lead. 14-10 for Kemper. Hackford with it. Swings it out to the top of the key to Simons. Simons going to use the screen set by Schenkelberger. Two-point jumper going to be up, no good. Rebound into the hands of Shenandoah. Right idea, drove to the left, put it up, put up the jump shot, but just a little bit soft on it. Stevens within the far side corner, a minute left here in the first half. Kemper on top, 14-10. to 10. Stevens going to back it out. Dribbles in, now loses the basketball. Shebaum able to get it back to Stevens near the free throw line. She drives in, her shot going to be up no good. Good job Shank- by Olivia Schenkelberg. Schenkelberg with good defense down low, pulls down the rebound. Simon swings it up to Hewton. Hewton into the corner to Hackford. Hackford going to back it out to Hewton. Nice move with the basketball around. Schenkelberg kicks it out to Simon. Simon's looking for somewhere to go. She drives in, kicks it out to Hackford. Hackford in the close side corner drives in. Back out to Tiefenthaler. Shot clock down to 15 seconds left. Tiefenthaler going to use the screen set by Schenkelberg. Picks up her dribble. Gets it back out to Simon. Simon's cross court to Hewton. Knights with seven seconds left. Hewton's shot's going to be up no good. Rebound into the hands of Tiefenthaler. We're going to get a travel. travel. 14-10. Kemper on top. 16 seconds left here in the first half. We'll have your Arizona Mission High School report coming up in just a little bit. Nice now have been stuck on 14 for better part of this quarter. Here again, it's that, you know, played a decent first quarter and just really struggling in the second quarter. Rogers cross court to Shebaum. Phillies can waste the last three seconds of the clock. They kick it out to Rogers. Her three-point shot to Buzzer is going to be up no good. Kemper going to take a four-point lead into the locker room. They're going to be up 14 to 10. We'll step away, take a break. Be back with your Rosa Mutual Hatching Report here on a kick of 106.7. Teamwork begins by building trust. Putting trust in your teammates isn't just for game day. It's important when it comes to your insurance coverage, too. Roselle Mutual and Grinnell Mutual are here to provide you with expertise, exceptional service, and quality insurance for all of your needs. Coming together is the beginning. Staying together makes progress, and working together creates success. For commercial, farm, home, and auto insurance, give them a call today at 792-4525. Roselle Mutual, proudly insured the area since 1876. Hi, this is Mike Franey from Mid-Iowa Insurance and Real Estate. The insurance industry has taken on many changes this past year. Rates have increased, policies have been non-renewed, and we've even seen companies put moratoriums on their agents. At Mid-Iowa, we are a local independent agency representing a wide variety of companies. We are positioned to work hand-in-hand with you to find you the best rate for the coverage you need. So if you are seeing changes in your insurance, I invite you to give us a call or simply stop by. We can help you. It's always better together. Mid-Iowa Insurance and Real Estate and you. Earning college credit while in high school is a smart choice. 
Area high school students have several college class options available to them through the DMAC Carroll Campus and Templeton Regional Center. Students, contact your high school counselor today to talk about how DMAC College Credit can be part of your high school plan at no cost to you. DMAC, life's calling. Napa is your trusted source for automotive parts, accessories, and know-how for your car, truck, SUV, and farm equipment. We offer a complete performance machine shop, extensive tool and equipment department, and hydraulic hoses while you wait. So whether it's a replacement part for your daily driver, or you're just in need for a professional machine shop, you can trust your locally owned and operated Napa store. Make it a point to stop in and see the pros. Napa Highway 30 West in Carroll. Napa, we are so much more than a parts store. Here at Pizza Ranch, we love our basketball, just like you love everyone's favorite buffet. Hot, fresh pizza, the country's best chicken, fresh, cool salad bar, and dessert options that are so good, it's like sinking the winning shot at the buzzer. Pizza Ranch is a perfect meal option every day of the week. And to make it even sweeter, we have extended hours every Friday, Saturday, and Sunday from 11 a.m. to 8 p.m. Whoa, that's good. Pizza Ranch, located just off Highway 30 in Carroll, open seven days a week. Take your brand to the next level with Toploft. From Little League to high school to college and beyond, Toploft in downtown Carroll carries your favorite team's fan gear. Kemper Knights, Carroll Tigers, Cyclones, Hawkeyes, and so much more. Find us on the web at toploftclothing.com and watch for our Tuesday Deal of the Day on our Facebook page. We also love working with local teams and businesses to provide custom apparel for them and their customers. Quick turnaround, low minimum. Elevate your brand to the top with Toploft in downtown Carroll. Fourteen to ten, your score here at the half. The Roosevelt Mutual Halftime Show, sponsored by Roosevelt Mutual. Roosevelt Mutual knows that teamwork begins with building trust. It's important when it comes to your insurance needs to Roosevelt Mutual. And Great Elm Mutual here to provide you with expertise and exceptional service. Give them a call at seven one two seven nine two four five two five. Doug Kemper started down five nothing. They go on a fourteen to five run, uh, pretty much to end the halfway through the first to end the second quarter. They lead fourteen to ten here at the half. Kelly Simon has been a big part. And Brandy Glenn is one of the defensive end. Why the Knights are up here at the half? Yeah, they've uh, struggled on the offensive end, as has the uh, Phillies from Shenandoah. Uh, really a, a kind of a sloppy basketball game to be, you know, very transparent about it. Uh, neither team played very well, but both teams playing pretty aggressive defense, forcing turnovers and that sort of thing. But uh, as a, we got some future Knights out here playing basketball at uh, during the halftime. Looks like maybe four. Fourth or fifth, Co- fourth, third Coach or fourth Mid- graders, maybe. hands out there. Uh, but, but, uh, but again, you know, the Knights, uh, gosh, we must have went five minutes in that second quarter without a basket again, and uh, we just didn't uh, execute very well at all on the offensive end. Uh, Laney Green, four points, leads Shenandoah in scoring 19. She's also the leading scorer, but I kind of feel like it's been a quiet four or even, you know, she's struggled mightily for those four points. Yeah, two of them. Um, came on you know, both of them came on offense rebounds, yeah. I believe. Well, no, the first one came on oh, one where they, on they, they, she got that easy bucket down low. Uh, it was just a case where you know the ball had moved around, it got away, and we went to go grab the ball, and she, they happened to get it before we did, and then got it back into her. And then the second one was on an offensive rebound, but she's had all kinds of struggles. Uh, great defensive game plan going with the diamond and one by the Knights. Kemper, you mentioned that diamond and one uh, been a big factor. Franny Glynn. 
defensively. We thought that maybe Overmo would be on her with the height advantage, but Brandy Glenn's held her own down low against Green so far. Well, yeah, she's on the, she's on the front side of her, and then somebody else is coming on the back. So wherever she's moving, there's always somebody else rotating with it. Franny's always with her. We'll take a look at that scoring here in the first half. Unofficially, Kaylee Simon's leading score for the Kemper Knights. She's got seven points off the bench, six coming in that second quarter. Kind of sparked Kemper a little bit, has created a couple of turnovers on the defensive end as well. Carson Overmole's got three, and then Franny Glynn with four points. Shenandoah, their leading scorer again, Laney Green at the half. She's got four. Jenna Burdorf has one. Also, Cassidy Stevens with two, and then it is Chloe Denton with the three points. Kepper leads 14-10 to 10 here at the half. We'll step away, take a break. Back in three minutes while your Rosa Mitchell has some report here on it. Kick a 106.7. The staff at Halber Enterprises would like to thank their past customers for all their support. As we move into 2024, it's never too early to plan ahead. Now is the best time to look into improving all your grain handling. Halber Enterprises, along with Sukup Manufacturing, currently offering one-of-a-kind discounts on bins, buildings, grain dryers, and all accessories. Halber Enterprises, your premier Sukup Manufacturing dealer. Call Mike or Gary at 712-658-2141 to lock in your project. Sports on the go with me, Jeff Blankman, is powered by New Way Auto Group in Coon Rapids, Jefferson, and Pocahontas. Each week, be sure to check out the Vehicle of the Week on our station website at 1380kcim.com, our social media platforms, and our new mobile app. You can also tune in to any of the games on broadcasting. Look for your perfect vehicle at New Way Auto Group, where you get free oil changes for life and home of warranty forever. Footings to framing to finish. For farm, home, or commercial, for more than 90 years, Wall Lake Lumber Company has been proud to help our communities grow. With four convenient locations and one of the largest building material inventories in the area, we are sure to be able to fill all your building needs. From project design and estimating to friendly advice, we can't wait to be part of the process for you. Wall Lake Lumber, with locations in Wall Lake, Lakeview, Potable, and Carroll. We're not your grandpa's lumber yard. Hi, this is Dr. Murray with the St. Anthony Clinic in Carroll. As we are in the prime of cold and flu season, we want to make sure that you have access to quality care. Our board-certified family medicine physicians across our clinic locations proudly care for your entire family, including the youngest members. We are here for checkups, illness, and everything in between. We look forward to providing the best quality care for your children. To book an appointment for your child with the St. Anthony Clinic, call 712-792-2222 or contact us through the health portal. Always look to the cross. Always St. People want and deserve more comfort, efficiency, and reliability, both in their homes and places of work. Dries Company will be there to meet these challenges, whether we are designing a new system or servicing your existing equipment. We are a rapidly growing company that strives to meet and exceed all your expectations. No matter if you are looking to buy new appliances or need the help from one of our certified technicians, we are here for you. We pride ourselves in our installation and service. Dries Company, servicing the Carroll area since 1933. Hi, this is Michelle from Midwest Wholesale. Designing your dream kitchen takes experience and trust, and we have it all. We've been in the business of designing kitchens for years. It's not new to us, and that experience and knowledge is priceless when you're putting your heart into your home. Customize your kitchen design with stunning cabinetry from Kitchens Plus by Birch. Come see our showroom and let us show you the difference. Top-notch service and quality cabinetry from Kitchens Plus by Birch and Midwest Wholesale. How you want it, when you want it, where you want it, we deliver.
Utah top 14 to 10 here at the half. As we mentioned before we went to break, Kemper down 5 nothing to start the game. They went on a 14 to 5 run about halfway through the first quarter to end that second quarter as they lead 14 to 10 here in the half. Doug, I think if you're the Knights coming back into the second half, you really want to play that diamond and one defense again as it was a really a strength for you in that first half. Yeah, what they need to do is they need to kick her out from underneath the basket, bring her into the middle, and let her be a distributor for the basketball because that should open up lanes in the corners because you've got, you got your diamond, you got one buddy, somebody out top, you get two on the side, and then one down low. You bring her up to the top, like maybe at the free throw line, probably in that area to, so that you don't get three seconds. Bring it up here, and then she can distribute to the corners. But so far, they just keep trying to hammer it down low, and she's always got two and sometimes three bodies on her, and she's not able to do anything with it. Defense has been the name of the game so far. Knights also did a really good job with the trapping press in that first half as well. It created a couple turnovers. It got them to run in transition a little bit. Yeah, our defense has always been pretty good. Girls got their hands moving, got their feet moving, and uh, like I said, creating turnovers. I, I mean, I, I quit counting on uh, how many turnovers. And, I mean, they had three or four travelings in a row, I think, down the, uh, you know, just because of our girls' pressure, uh, catching them off guard. They, they really didn't know how to handle that. But uh, on the other end, on the offensive end, we're not being very effective either. So uh, we just got to run the offense. And one thing that I see is we're not doing, we're not setting really good screens, uh, just kind of. You know, it's kind of like a half a screen, and these girls from uh, Shenandoah, they're fighters. I mean, and they're they're fairly physical, so they're easily getting around those screens. And girls like Elsa and, and uh, Hewton, they're not able to get open looks from the three-point line. Again, score here at the half, 14-10, to 10, as we get set to start the second quarter. Shenandoah out on the court, Knights going to shortly follow them. And I think getting Elsa open on the offensive end is going to be a big thing for Kemper in the second half as well. Yeah, she's got to figure out a way to make her game work, and uh, she'll get there, uh, but she's just got to you know, got to stop pressing and just let the game come to her. She'll be fine. She's one of the best players in the Hawkeye 10. You know, here she is at halftime with uh, no points, and uh, I know that frustrates her because she missed a couple of free throws, and uh, she's a better shooter than that, but she's just got to, I, I can't say it enough, she's just got to relax and play her game. Take the pressure off. Five starters out on the court for the Kemper Knights. Nelson, Steve Mattella, Franny Glenn, Carson, Overmull, Lauren Bell, and Aubrey Hewton. Denton Rogers, Stevens, Burdorf, and Green on the court for the Phillies. Shenandoah going to start with the basketball here in the third quarter. Knights up 14-10. to 10. Rogers with it at the far side. We're going to go cross court to Denton. Denton into Green. Green tries to go down low. Burdorf going to swing it out. Kicks it out to Denton. Denton's three-point shot is going to be up and good. And like through the first quarter, Denton starts the game off the second half with the three-point shot. She's got six points to lead Shenandoah, and that's a 14-13 ball game. Kemper up one. Hewton's shot in the paint is going to be up no good. Glenn with an offensive board put back up no good. Rebound into the hands of Green. Green going to push it up to Rogers. Rogers going to kick it out. Green's going to go down low again. Draws a double team. Kicks it out to Rogers. Her three-point shot is going to be up no good. Aubrey Hewton pulls down the rebound for the Kemper Knights. Good job, Aubrey. Boxing out on the defensive end. I got her for three rebounds. Kemper running in transition. Overmost thought about a three, but going to swing it out to Tiefenthaler. She's going to have it near the half-court line. Going to use the screen set by Rogers. Tiefenthaler picks up her dribble now in the far side corner. Down low to Bell. Bell off the glass. No good. Lauren's got to go up strong with that. She just kind of turned up and like almost scared to shoot it. you got to go up strong off the glass and get that bucket. Stevens dribbles baseline. Her reverse layup's going to be up no good. Tip out rebound into the hands of Birdo, and they're going to she's going to travel with it down low. She hit the deck, unable to kick it out in time, and she's going to travel with the basketball. Caution Overmold didn't get the rebound, but she kept her hands in there, forced uh, the player to go to the ground. I didn't get the number. 
uh, forced her to go to the ground and ended up getting the turnover. Tiefenthaler working with it now in the front court. A minute 30 off the clock so far here in this third quarter. Overmore going to kick it into the corner. Picks up her dribble. Bounce pass out to Hewton. Hewton down low to Glenn. Glenn with the high hands. It goes back door to Tiefenthaler. Her shot's going to be up no good. Bell with an offensive board. Able to track it down. Kicks it out to Elsa. Elsa's three-point shot's going to be up no good. Rebound into the hands of Burdor. Elsa just can't buy a bucket right now. Six minutes left here in the third quarter. Looks more like a football score up there. 14 to 13, your score. Denton going to go down low to Green. Green with a double team, catches it, put back up, no good. Franny Glenn with the rebound. That's only the second look that she's gotten inside like that, but again, Franny still had good defensive pressure on her and pulls down the defensive rebound. Elsa Tiefenthaler now where Quinn's going to use the screen set by Glenn. Glenn pops out to the wing. Swings it over to Overall at the top of the key. Overall going to dribble in near the free throw line. Goes by her defender. Her layup in the lane is going to be up no good. We're going to get a foul down low. I think it's going to go on Lauren Bell. Yeah, she kind of banged into green on that play. Right idea there by um, Carson Overmold to go in and drive to the basket. And in that case, just too hard off as uh, Bell takes a seat. The third on Lauren Bell. Kaylee Simon's going to check into the game for her. See if Kaylee can bring that same spark this quarter that she brought in the first and second quarters. Nice have a 1 2 1 1 zone defense on here to full court press. That's going to be a foul. Bunk foul on Carson Overmore. Stevens was dribbling the sideline. Yeah, move your feet. Stevens will inbound far side of the court in front of the Kemper fans. Shenandoah can take a lead with a, with a bucket here. Knights still on top, 14-13. to 13. Another steal by Franny Glenn. Burdorf dribbles in. E.T. Pataler throws it in low to Simon. Simon's down low to Glenn. Glenn kicks it out to Overmore. That's where you'd like to see Franny gain possession and turn around and get a turnaround jump shot right down there, right off the block. Tiefenthaler going to swing it out to Overmore. Now on the wing, kicks it to at the top of the key. Aubrey drives in, looking for somewhere to go, hands it off to Elsa. Elsa down low in the paint, going to kick it out to Aubrey. Swings it out to Simon. Simons drives in out to Hewton. Hewton's corner three is going to be up no good. That was a good look. She's frustrated she didn't make it, but she took a good shot, got rid of it, and uh, that's you know she's got to do that. Stevens going to be harassed on defense there by Overmole. Overmole tipped it out of bounds. It will stick with Shannon Dillich. Stevens going to inbound in front of the Kemper student section on the far side of the court. Swings it out to Denton. Denton going to back it out near the night logo at half court. 4.40 left here in the third quarter. Rogers with it near the free throw line. Her turnaround jumper is going to be up and good, and Shenandoah's got their first lead since they led 5 nothing. And they made the adjustment at halftime that we talked about, and uh, that resulted in a bucket there. 15-14, Shenandoah. Kaylee Simon's three-point shot going to be short, no good. Rogers pulls down the rebound. She'll bring it up in the front court for the Phillies. Phillies going to slow things down with 4.15 left here in the third. James playing into their hands now because they're just going to keep working the ball inside. Stevens tries to go down low to Green. Green catches it, draws a double team, kicks it out to Burdorf. Burdorf's three-point shot going to be up no good. Carson Overmore with the defensive rebound. Even taller to Glenn. We're going to get a timeout on the floor by the Kemper Knights. We'll step away, take it with them back in 30 seconds here on a kick 106.7. Thank you for calling Brinks Exteriors. This is Allie. Hi, we 
recently had a tree fall in our house, and I'd like to get an estimate or a roof damage. Sure, we offer free on-site consultations for all our services. Great. While I have you, could you refer me to someone who can replace a drafty window? Brinks does windows, too, with high-quality Energy Star products. What if we'd like to replace our siding? Brinks has you covered. Gutters? Doors? Our name says it all. Brinks Exteriors is your headquarters for all things exterior, from start to finish. Call 712-ROOF-PRO or visit BrinksExteriors.com. Shenandoah on top of Kemper. Shenandoah started the quarter on a 5 nothing run. 3.55 left here in the third. Knights going to work with the basketball coming out of the timeout. Casey Miners, Doug Wanninger with you guys tonight in the Gatorade broadcast booth here from Kemper High School. Stephen Tala will inbound underneath the Kemper basket. you got to give credit to Shenandoah. They're playing good basketball, playing really good defense as we get a foul there. That's going to be the first foul, I think, on Shenandoah this quarter. Going to be the uh, first on Stevens, I believe, as well. She's going to be awarded the foul. But the Knights need to work the basketball here, run the offense, get a good shot. Sooner or later, one of them going to go in. Over Mole on the inbounds. Going to swing over the top of the defense to Hewton. She dribbles in. That's going to be an, an offensive, offensive foul, too. Aubrey did it. The official was right there. She led with the left arm and a big push-off. I like the way she went to the basket. She went with some, you know, with some presence, but... Uh, you can't push off like that okay. either. It's going to be the second foul on Aubrey Hughes. Knights in that trapping zone defense still. Rodgers gets it up to Denton. Denton out to Stevens. Stevens going to dribble baseline. Her layup's going to be up no good, but she was fouled. I think that's going to go on Franny. It'll be Franny's second if it is on Franny. Going to be the fourth foul. Nope, going to be on Hughes. They're going to give it to Aubrey. Aubrey picks up her third. It's going to be the fourth foul on the Kemper Knights here in the quarter. There was three or four hands in there. Stevens to the free throw line. She's got two points on the nine. Misses the first free throw. Still a one-point lead for Shenandoah. 15-14, 3.43 left here in the third quarter. You know, the, the score is, is, is not an attractive score for either team from an offensive standpoint, but both teams are continuing to hustle and play really good, solid defense. Stevens' second free throw is up and good, and Shenandoah's got a two-point lead. That's 16-14. to 14. Knights yet to score here in the second half with 3.37 left in the third quarter. Hewton takes a seat with three fouls. Hackford checks in for her. Franny Glenn Glenn working with the basketball. Kicks out to Simons. Overmost swings it over to Hackford. Hackford going to take a corner three. That's going to be up no good. Glenn fights for the offensive board, but it's going to go into the hands of Rodgers. Rodgers will push it up in the front court for the Phillies. Gets it to Stevens at the top of the key near the Knight logo. Bomb with it, gets it back to Rogers. Backdoor pass there to Stevens. They're going to call a walk with the basketball. She walked with it before she came yeah. down with the basketball. It's going to be a turnover. She had the right idea, Casey. She just uh, got a little bit ahead of herself. I think she was going to go in with a bounce pass into Green. Simons will bring it up into the front court. Played great minutes so far off the bench for the Kemper Knights. He's got seven points to lead the Knights in scoring tonight. Keep it taller to use the screen set by Glenn. Glenn pops out to the top of the key. That three-point shot's going to be up no I'm good. I'm glad to Glenn. see Franny take that shot, though, because, you know, they, they're letting her open. She's got a good look at it. Uh, ball goes out of bounds, but at least that pulls them away from the basket a little bit. You know, if, if that happens to go in, then they got to respect it. I think one important thing, too, to note there, she followed her miss after it went yes. up, too. So almost, she almost got the offensive rebound, but it's going to... And I think they're going to call a foul down low. I don't know who the foul went on, but it'll be the fifth on Kemper. So Shenandoah going to go to the free-throw line. Cassidy Stevens going to go to the line shooting two. Just went one to two moments to go from the free throw line. Looking to extend that Shenandoah lead, 16 to 14. Free throw on the way up, no good. Strong off the back iron. A little strong four 
senior. She's got three points on the night. I'm not sure if somebody shrunk the rims here or what, but both teams shooting very poorly from both the line and the field as Kaylee Simons gets the rebound off that the missed free throw. Free throw was in and out. Simon's working with it now in the front court for the Knights. Going over to Tifa Taller in the far side corner. Tifa Taller looking for somewhere to go. Calls for a screen, but Dipsy gives it up to Overmole. Overmole to Simon's. Simon's going to back it out here. The Knight logos. Kemper runs some offense with 16 seconds on the shot clock. Simon's dribbles in. Kicks it out to Hackford. Hackford open for three. That shot is go. up and good. And Kemper back on top at 17-16. to 16. And Kaylee Simon played a role in that, too. She drove down to the baseline, got the assist on that play. Rogers dribbles in, picks out, kicks it back out to Shebaum. Shebaum looking for somewhere to go. To Stevens at the top of the key. See if that ignites the Lady Knights a little bit. Stevens drives in. Shot going to be up and good. Counts the basket. And one coming for Cassidy Stevens. Not sure who they called that foul on. Franny Glenn, I believe. Glenn going to pick up her second foul. Franny played really good defense tonight, played really clean. She's not been in foul trouble at all. Stevens going to go back to the free throw line. Free throw no good. One of four for Stevens from the free throw line here in the quarter. Glenn falls to the deck trying to get the rebound. I think we're going to get a jump ball call. Possession arrow going to favor the Knights, so it will stick with Kemper. Two and three bodies on the floor there. 2.04 left here in the third period now. 18 to 17, Shenandoah in the lead. Simon's going to bring it up in the front court for the Knights. Let's see her take her to the hole right there because she had a wide open lane. Guarded by Denton, hands it off to Tiefen Taller. Tiefen Taller to the top of the key. To direct traffic as she drives in, kicks it out to Glenn. Glenn going to take a wing three. That shot's going to be good. And Franny Glenn knocks down a three. Franny Glenn with seven points along with Kaylee Simon. Kemper's two baskets here in the quarter have come from behind the yard. And now a steal. Overmore causing the steal. Simon's going to work it into the front court. Knights up 20 to 18 here with a minute 30 left in this third quarter. Stephen Taller with it near the Kemper Catholic logo on the court. Gets it back to Simon. Simon's with a nice crossover move. Drives in, and she's going to draw the foul. That was the line to shoot, too. That was just a great little move. She looked right, looked, looked, looked left, and uh, took the defender right to the basket and drew the foul. Simon's a 37% free throw shooter. So far, one and two from the line tonight. She's a better shooter than that, too. Simon's free throw going to be on the way up and good. She's got eight points now. Leads Kemper in scoring. Nice extend that to a three-point lead. Kemper led by as much as seven in the game. Now up by three. Simon's second free throw on the way. Rims in and out. No good. Green going to pull down the rebound. She'll kick it up to Shebaum. Shebaum guarded by Simon's. Yet to bring it up in the front court. Denton still working with it. They're going to get close to ten seconds. Denton just gets it up in time. Green with it. Guarded by Simon's. Back out to Shebaum here in the close side corner. She's going to drive in. Her shot going to be up no good. But she was fouled. Charlotte Hackford going to pick up the foul. Charlotte had pretty good defense there, but uh, just reached down with the hand to get on the shot. I think that's her third foul. No, first foul. Free throw on the way, going to be up and good. Well, Shenandoah's missed a bunch of free throws tonight. They could probably be up about seven, eight points. As it is, they're down 21-19 and now 21-20. Shabam free throws, two for two on the line, 21-20. A minute three left here in the third quarter. Simon's with it now for the night. We go under a minute to play. Kemper up by two. Hackford going to take a three. Three-point shot going to be up short. No good 
Glenn and Green fight for the rebound, and I think we're going to get a foul down low on Green. That's just great effort by Franny Glenn. You know, she's uh, undersized there when she's going up against Green, but she went up, battled for the basketball, and she's just so strong. When she gets both hands on it, nobody's taking it away from her. 51.8 left. Stephen Teller inbounds to Overmull. Overmull going to drive in in the paint. Can have it near the half court line. Takes it back out to Heapenthaler. She's going to back it out near the Kemper Catholic logo. Out to Heapenthaler. Excuse me, out to Overmull. Overmull three point shot going to be up no good. Rebound into the hands of Shannon Doa. Stolen on with the pass by Simons. Kemper now with the basketball again. Can hold for the last shot with 30 seconds left. Knights on top by one here in the third quarter. 21 to 20. Heapenthaler going to back it out a little bit. Guarded by Rogers. Heapenthaler looking to go left. Kicks it to Simons. Simons going to dribble baseline. He's going to pick up a foul. No, I think she stepped out of bounds. She stepped out of bounds. Simon's she made step a out of bounds. great little drive to the basket, but she was just a little too close to the line and ended up stepping on it when she came through, but she was going to have a layup. Shenandoah has a chance to take the lead going into the third quarter. 13 seconds left here. Shenandoah down by one to Kemper at 21-20. to 20. Denton with it. Simons comes away with another steal on the defensive end. She goes down low to Tiefenthaler. Tiefenthaler's layup is going to be up and good. Elsa breathing a sigh of relief. She finally gets on the board with the layup. But, uh, again, a steal and assist by Kaylee Simon. She's doing it all tonight. Kemper going to take a 23-20 lead to the fourth quarter. We'll step away, take a break. Back in one minute here on a kick of 106.7. When it comes to sports injuries and pain, call the specialists at Suppy Chiropractic Clinic with Dr. Mike Suppy and Dr. Jack Janning. Dr. Suppy and Dr. Janning work closely with area athletes and teams in providing effective treatment and rehabilitation of sports-related injuries. For optimal sports performance, call Dr. Mike Suppy and Dr. Jack Janning at Suppy Chiropractic Clinic today. 792-6026. You can stop by their clinic at 1420 Highway 71 North in Carroll. Proud sponsors of all area teams. This is Brian Moore from Avala Bank. At Avala Bank, we're here to help you every step of the way. Whether you're just starting out and need a little help to get that farm or business off the ground, or maybe you've been around for a while and need some help in achieving that next goal, we are here to help. We can't walk in your shoes. We just want to walk beside you on your path to success. Stop in and see what Better Banking is all about. We'd be happy to talk to you about putting your farmer business on the path to financial success. Avala Bank, member FDIC. Equal housing lender. Twenty-three twenty. Kemper on top here going to the fourth quarter. Kemper was outscored 10-9 there in that third quarter. They lead by three. Again, another spark by the bench there. Kaylee Simon, Charlotte Hackford played some big minutes, and now another steal by Franny Glenn. Simon's going to bring it up in the front court for Kemper. 20 seconds off the clock here in the fourth quarter. Now the boys' game coming up following tonight's girls' game, and Simon's going to double dribble with it. She's seen some nice holes open up for her. but She, she made such a quick cut, she even fooled herself, I think, uh, she thought she was going to have to pick it up, and she was so wide open, she had a wide open layup. Rogers with it now in the front court for the Phillies. Going to be guarded by Hackford. Tries to go cross court, but that pass is going to sail a little high, and it will be Kemper basketball. Shenandoah calling a timeout. Shenandoah going to take a timeout, a 30-second timeout. We'll slip away, take it with them back in 30 seconds here on a kick 106.7. It's common to feel overwhelmed when it comes to insurance. That's why you need to have an agent you can trust. For almost 150 years, Roselle Mutual has been insuring homes, farms, and much more in Carroll and the surrounding communities. 
At Roselle Mutual, you can depend on us to personally guide you and recommend coverage that's best for your shiny new car, your latest ATV, or if you want to put the best protection on your family, home, or farm. We are here to provide you with expertise, exceptional service, and quality insurance for all your needs. Roselle Mutual, a partner of Grinnell Mutual. Give us a call at 792-4525. Twenty-three twenty, your score. Nice with the basketball coming out of the timeout. Simons with it in the front court, guarded by Stevens. Going to have it at the top of the key now. Dribbles right, picks up her dribble, swings it out to Tifa Teller. Tifa Teller going to dribble into the free throw line. Looking for somewhere to go, guarded closely by Rogers. We're going to get a three-second call down low on the Kemper Knights. It's going to be a turnover. Yeah, uh, doesn't have anybody that she could get the ball to, so it's going to be a turnover for the Knights. It's going to be in a one. A trapping zone defense here. It looks like a 2 2 1. 1 2 1 1. 1 2 1 1. Is and then they drop back into that diamond in one. Rogers going to go down low to Green. Green catches on the low block. Shot up no good. Simon to Tifa Tyler fight for the rebound. Goes going to go in the hands of Kaylee Simon. Tifa Tyler with it now in the front court. Green has to be frustrated because Glenn's had her body on her all night long. Overmold swings across court to Hackford. Hackford going to kick it out to Simon. Simon's passes on the three. Back to Overmold. Overmold in the far side corner. Swings at the top of the key. He's even taller. Shot clock down to 12 here for the night. Even taller going to use the screen set by Glenn. We're going to get a foul. A push on Shenandoah. First foul on Shenandoah here in the fourth quarter. Hewton going to check in. Tifa Taller will take a seat. One thing I'm noticing from Kemper is when Tifa Taller has the ball, there's not a lot of movement on the offensive end for Kemper. They're all just kind of standing around waiting for her to go somewhere with the basketball. Yeah, she's got to make sure that she keeps going. Or the rest of the girls got to keep going. As Kaylee Simons gets the ball down low amongst the trees, goes up and gets the bucket. She's going to go to the free throw line to little, shoot the free throw. She was a little slow to get up, but she looks like she's fine. Stretching out there. 25-20, Kaylee Simons with the big bucket for the Kemper Knight. Kaylee gives up, a, I'm guessing, about a foot to those other two girls down there, but she's so quick, and she, when she goes to the hole, she just gets rid of it. She doesn't hesitate. Simons 2 a 4 from the free throw line so far tonight. Free throw going to be on the way. It's up and good. Converts the and one opportunity. Simons up to 11 points off the bench tonight for the Kemper Knights. She'll take a seat. Alpha Tifatala right back in for her. She bumps that lead up to 26-20 now, Knights. That's her biggest lead in a while. Largest lead seven, but this largest this is the largest lead of the second half at six. Green with the basketball, guarded by Hewitt. Going to dribble baseline now. Green got by with a foul there. We're going to get a push down low on Kemper. Hackford. Hackford Again, Brandy Glenn is playing so tough down there that Green tried to go around her and couldn't get it. Hackford picks up the foul, 26-20. Shenandoah still with the basketball. We're going to get a jump ball call down low as Stevens tried to go in on Glenn. Possession arrow going to give it to the Kemper Knights with 6-14 left here in the basketball game. Franny with really good hands. Stephen Toller with the basketball. Brings it up into the front court. Going to be trapped near the scorer's table. Gets it to Hewton. Hewton had to go up and get the, and get the basketball. We're going to draw the foul on Denton. Yeah, I think Elsa got by with the travel on that play because they had really good position on her. She had nowhere to go. But nonetheless, Knight's going to get the ball out of bounds in front of there's the uh, timeline. That's going to be Denton's fifth foul. She's going to take a seat for the rest of the game with 6.05 left here. She only had six points, but uh, 
three-pointer to start each half. Ethan Dollar drives in. Her layup in the lane is going to be up no good. Glenn with an offensive board. Put back up and good. Counts the basket and one coming for Franny Glenn. Franny Glenn and Elsa Ethan Dollar playing great so far here for the night. And that's the fourth foul on Green inside. She is, Franny has completely outplayed her tonight. And, uh, you know, with that diamond and one with the help side defense, Franny's had a heck of a good night that, against her. Shenandoah looking for their first points here in the second quarter. Knights up 28 to 29-20 now is Glenn's first and one opportunity. She's got 10 points. Stevens working with the basketball, going to be trapped by Overmall and Tiefenthaler. Newton comes away with the steal. Knights in transition. They have numbers. Goes down low to Hacksburg. Hacksburg's layup too strong. Rebound in the hands of Green. Green going to bring it up into the front court. Rogers now with it. Her pull-up jumper is going to rim it out no good. Lynn skies high for the rebound. He gives it up to Tiefenthaler. Knights now going to run in transition up by 9, 29-20. Brandy continuing to make a her presence known to where, no, no matter where they're at on the court. Hume with a nice backdoor pass to Glenn. She picks up two more points. She's got five here in the quarter. She's up to 12, the leading score tonight for the Kemper Knights. And here's that run where the Knights play a good quarter of basketball. They've uh, started this fourth quarter out extremely well. Bumped that lead up to 11 points now at 31-20 as Lauren Bell checks in for Charlotte Hackford. Kemper's largest lead of the night, 31-20. Rogers going to have it, gets in the corner to Stevens. Her three-point shot going to be up and good, and that's a much in the basket for Shenandoah. And they call timeout. Shenandoah with the timeout. Stevens up to eight points on the night. We'll step away, take the timeout with them. We will be back in 30 seconds here on a kick of 106.7. Family-owned and operated since 1948, Quant Auto Salvage is the area's best full-service scrap facility. Whether you're looking to sell scrap iron, vehicles, or batteries, or you need to locate that difficult-to-find part for your vehicle, they have what you need. And if it isn't in stock, they can locate it with their nationwide parts database. Quant Auto Salvage. They sell the best and recycle the rest. Two left here in the fourth quarter. Casey Miners, Doug Lanninger with you in the Gatorade broadcast booth tonight. 31-23 lead for Kemper. Kemper going to have the basketball coming out of the timeout. Shenandoah going to be in a 2-1-2 press defense here. Glenn going to get it up to Stephen Toller. She'll bring it up in the front court for the Kemper Knights. Picks up her dribble. Looking to go to Glenn near the free throw line. That one's going to be stolen away by Stephen. Stevens goes down low to Rogers. Basketball loose on the deck, and we're going to get a jump ball call. Possession, we're going to keep it. I think we had three turnovers in one sequence there, but the thing is, everybody keeps hustling. Franny came back, and then also Green continuing to hustle, even though the struggles that she's had getting the basketball. 4.48 left here in the fourth. Stephen's going to kick it out to Rogers. That's where the shot's at. She got it right there in the middle, and they need to take that shot. Glenn tips the rebound into the hands of Bell. Knight's going to bring it up in transition. Elsa Tiefenthaler with it. Swings it over to Simon. Simon's back on the deck here out of the, on the court out of the timeout. Tiefenthaler working with it in the close side wing. Looking for somewhere to go. Going to use the screen set by Bell. Picks up her dribble. And we're going to get a reach-in foul on a Stevens. Going to be her second foul. And that'll be the fifth foul. So Elsa going to go to the line shooting two, I believe. 
Effort will shoot free throws the rest of the way. 4.21 left here in the fourth quarter. Elsa with just two points in the ball game. One layup that she made, and now she's got three. She gets that free throw to go. Comes into the ball game leading the Knights with uh, uh, 12.5 points at ball game. Knights trying to cut it to a 10-point lead. Free throw up, no good. 32-23, your score. Kemper on top of Shenandoah. Boys game going to follow us. Also name your motor and player of the game following the girls game as well. It's going to be a tough one. It is going to be a tough pick tonight. Basket on the other end there by Sheba. I'm going to be up and good. Shenandoah not going away. 32-25 now. Just under four minutes in the ball game. Simon's going to turn over the basketball. Billy's running in transition. It's a two-on-two break. Rogers goes down on the right block. Her shot in the paint's going to be up and good. Just like that, it's cut to a two-to-five-point lead. 32-27, 3.42 left in the game. Kemper still struggling a little bit with this half-court zone press that, uh, I guess, more of a three-quarter court zone press that Shenandoah's putting on him. Lynn near the free throw line, dumps it down low to Bell. Bell dribbles baseline, kicks it out to Heaton. Her three-point shot's going to be up and good. That was a good-looking shot. Nice job by Lauren Bell finding her, but Aubrey got the ball, shot up with confidence. Nothing but the bottom of the net. That was a big one because uh, Shenandoah had been making a run. The 4-3 on the night for the Kemper Knights. Shenandoah can almost turn it over on their end. Their coach is not happy as we have a broken board down there by Shenandoah. Coach I saw that. Broke it on his knee. It'll be a full timeout. We'll step away, take it with them back in one minute here on a kick 106.7. to care for in your life that's why nationwide is on your side nationwide mutual insurance company and affiliates columbus ohio here at Gretman and associates we know that finding the right protection for you and your family's needs is important that's why we partner with nationwide offering protection for you your family your business and your future call 712-792-5050 or visit gretman.com to learn more Hi, this is Dr. Mulbauer from McFarland Clinic in Carroll. If you are expecting a baby, our family medicine department is here to help you every step of the way. Our physicians provide prenatal care and services, childbirth, and postpartum care. Your McFarland Clinic family medicine physicians can perform C-sections and VBACs during delivery. Call our family medicine office at 712-792-1500 or visit our website at mcfarlandclinic.com for more information. McFarland Clinic Carroll, here for you and your growing family. Five twenty-seven, three fourteen left here in the fourth quarter. Kemper on top by eight. Shenandoah going to have the basketball coming out of the timeout. Rogers inbounds on the far side. Gives it up to Green. Green at the top of the key looking for somewhere to go. Gives it back to Rogers. Her three-point shot is going to be short. It's going to go out of bounds. Kemper going to take over the basketball. Does a great crowd on hand tonight for uh, this Kemper girls team. It's been a great crowd so far tonight. Yeah. This game coming up as well. And i got to say, Shenandoah, you know, when you consider the fog and the two-hour drive that they've got, they've got a nice crowd here as well that came to watch their girls. Simon's going to give it up to Overmole. She brings it up in the front court for the night. Stephen Tyler near the free throw line. Kicks it out to Kaylee. Kaylee Simon's going to drive in now. Bounce pass down low to Bell. Bell's shot going to be no good. Yeah, that probably wasn't the best shot in that situation as we've got an injured player. Nobody wants to see that in a game like that. Looks like uh, Burdorf laying down face first on the court. I think what happened is uh, Lauren Bell went in for the shot. She fell down, caused 
Burdorf to fall down, and I think she got stepped on. Okay. But we will go ahead and step away. We'll take 30 seconds as they're attended to her on the court. Back in 30 seconds here on a kick, 106.7. From bump, set, spike to the crack of the bat. At Motor Inn of Carroll, we love our high school sports. And we love the opportunity to support our local schools, athletes, coaches, and parents. Through the hard work of our kids, we get the enjoyment of watching and listening to their activities. Other life lessons, like teamwork and citizenship, help create outstanding young women and men we are so proud to sponsor. Good luck to all of our local sports teams. From Motor Inn of Carroll. Burdorf was able to walk up off the court off of her own power. Shenandoah with the basketball coming out of the stoppage of play. Green going to have it in the far side corner. Shebaum now working with it. Gets it in to Rogers. Thought about the three. Kicks it cross court to Stevens. Stevens with a step back three. Shot going to be on the way up and no good. Green going to pull down the rebound for the night. I don't know how many Franny's got tonight, but she's got a bunch of them. But she's kept Green completely away from the basket. She's only got a couple of offensive rebounds and only four points. As the Knights going to run a little clock now with 2.14 left here in the ballgame. Simons picks up her dribble, kicks it back out to Tiefenthaler. Tiefenthaler working with the basketball, swings it out to Overmolt. 12 seconds on the shot clock. Overmolt almost travels with it, able to get it back out to Elsa. Two seconds, starts down to under two minutes to go. Four seconds, shot clock down to three. Tiefenthaler's got to take a deep three. That's going to be up no good. We're going to get a shot clock violation on the Kemper Knights. Yeah, Carson kind of lost track of what was going on there, and Elsa had to unload that real quick. She got a pretty decent look at it, but unfortunately unable to get it as we get another steal from Kaylee Simon. Simon's with it. Going to bounce that pass it over to Tiefenthaler. Nice work. Go ahead, Casey. It's a Knights working with the basketball. Minute 37 left here in this fourth quarter. Simon's going to travel with it near the free throw line. I think she wanted to go up for the shot, but notice the defense was <laughs> yeah. there. Tried to kick it out. Again, it's, that's one of those cases where she comes to a jump stop, she's probably okay, but uh, she didn't do that and ended up traveling. That's the third time she's traveled tonight. Shenandoah into the front court, into the corner here to Martin. They go down low to Green. Green almost traveled with it on the low block. It looks like she moved that pivot foot, but she's going to draw the foul. She'll go to the line to shoot two. One of the very few good looks that she's gotten inside. Like I said, she's only got four points. And a foul on Franny Glenn. Just done an outstanding job on Green tonight. Glenn's third. Free throw up, no good. Green's frustrations continue. Shooting 63% from the line. That just dropped a couple points. Free throw on the way up, no good again. Nice fight for the rebound. Going to go in the hands of Glenn. Glenn bounce pass over to Tiefenthaler. Nice. We're going to bring it up into the front court with a minute 17 left here in the fourth quarter. Shen's going to have to start following if they want to do something about this. Otherwise, Knott's going to run another 20 seconds off. We're going to be below a minute. Franny going to hand it off to Tiefenthaler. She's going to back it out. We're going to get a foul picked up on Rogers, I believe. Are they going to call it? I think they're going to say it went out of bounds. Or is Tiefenthaler going to go free throw? I'm not sure what they're going to call yep. here. It was really foul. close. So they're going to call a foul. Yep. Tiefenthaler going to go to the free throw line. Elsa with three points so far tonight. All three coming in the second half. Minute six left here in the fourth quarter. Elsa got a field goal and one free throw tonight. Free throw on the way. It's up and good. Two points here in the fourth quarter. Both of them coming from the free throw line. Martin going to check out. Aubrey Hughes checking in for probably for defensive purposes. On green down low. 
Chen's going to have to go to the three ball now, though. Free throw up, no good there by Tiefenthaler. Martin pulls down, or excuse me, Green pulls down the rebound. Rogers races in transition, hands it off to Shebaum. Shebaum going to give it up to Martin. 36-27, under a minute to go here in the fourth quarter. Pass going to be poked away. Kaylee Simons comes away with the steal. Alpha Tiefenthaler into the front court. Tiefenthaler looking for somewhere to go. Knight's going to run some more clock up by nine. Down low to Bell. Bell's two-point jumper is going to be up and good. Extends it to an 11-point lead now for Kemper. Good thing Warren hit that because they wanted to run some clock, I think. 38-27. Green on the other end. Three's up. No good. Offensive board, though. Put back up. No good. It's going to go out of bounds off of Green, and it will be Kemper basketball up by 11 with 23 seconds left. That's pretty good. Yeah, we've said it numerous times, but an absolutely outstanding job by Franny Glenn, as well as the girls' half on her on the backside, but it was Franny that was really working hard on that diamond and one, and they completely shut down Green. She come into the ball game averaging 20. She's only got four, and that's going to be the game right there as we've got 10 seconds left in the clock. Uh, Knights are going to be able to run it out. Kemper going to dribble out the basketball. They're going to go to 7-12, and 4-6 and six in the Hawkeye 10. And me and Doug are going to have a tough time in our motor and player of the game when we come back. This one isn't even fair. Kemper wins 38-27. We'll step away, take a break. We got that motor and player of the game as well as that Mackey Motors postgame show coming up in just a little bit here on Kick 106.7. From bump set spike to the crack of the bat, at Motoring of Carroll, we love our high school sports. And we love the opportunity to support our local schools, athletes, coaches, and parents. Through the hard work of our kids, we get the enjoyment of watching and listening to their activities. Other life lessons, like teamwork and citizenship, help create outstanding young women and men we are so proud to sponsor. Good luck to all of our local sports teams. From Motor Inn of Carroll. Utility vehicles have become commonplace on Iowa farms, but people don't always remember the first UTV, the Kawasaki Mule. In 1988, the Kawasaki Mule was introduced and quickly became known for how useful it was and how tough it was. However, one thing was apparent, they were too slow. Now, for 2024, Kawasaki has a mule that's just as fast as the competition, but still has that legendary reliability and a standard three-year warranty. We're proud to have Kawasaki here at Olson's Outdoor Power and want you to stop in and check one out today. Olson's Outdoor Power, your one-stop service and equipment shop. Outlaw Graphics in Carroll is ready to assist your business team or organization. They can provide you with vehicle graphics, commercial signs, indoor-outdoor signs, apparel, promo items, and so much more. If you want your logo on it, they can do it. Personalize any event with t-shirts, koozies, or hats. If you are busy, Outlaw Graphics Promo to Go team will come to you with their unique designs to complete the job. For more information, check out Outlaw Signs Graphics and Apparel on Facebook. At Carroll County Solid Waste, we deliver environmental services together because, like all teams, together, everyone achieves more. We all enjoy a snack and a drink when cheering for our favorite team. When finished, be a team player. Put your bottles and cans in the recycle bin and your empty food packaging in the trash. Visit our website at carrollcountylandfill.com for details of how to be part of the recycle team. Because together, we're stronger. We're Carroll County Solid Waste, wishing our area athletes a safe and successful sports season. At American Family Insurance, protecting cattle ranches is at the heart of what we do. After all, it's where we got our start more than 90 years ago. We understand it's more than a ranch. It's your life. And that's why we offer customizable policies that protect what you've worked for. 
Let's build the policy your ranch deserves. For details, contact Nicole Unken at Nicole Unken Agency. Call 712-792-1262 or stop by 412 Highway 30 today. Since 1968, Mackie Motors has been serving Lake City and the surrounding communities with new and certified pre-owned vehicles. Mackie Motors is a full-service dealership providing oil changes in our Quick Lube Express phase, a service department with world-class trained technicians, a body shop and collision center with the latest equipment, a full vehicle detailing department, or come talk with one of our highly knowledgeable sales staff. Recipient of the GM Mark of Excellence Award for 15 years running. Find new roads at Mackie Motors in Lake City and MackieMotors.com. Welcome to the Mackey Motors Post Game Show here on Kick 106.7. Should be in the mark of GM excellent award for 15 years running. You can find your roads at Mackey Motors in Lake City or MackeyMotors.com. We'll run through the stats real quick for you. For Kemper, Kaylee Simons led the way with 11 points. Brandy Glynn had a 10 for Kemper. Also chipping in at 4 points was Elsa Tiefenthaler, 3 from Carson Overmole. Three from Aubrey Hewton and a three from Lauren Bell. Excuse me, three from Charlotte Hackford and two from Lauren Bell. Doug, we had a tough time naming our motor in player of the game. We're going to go with Brittany Glenn because of the defensive effort she did on green tonight. Holdner, that's the toughest choice we've ever that I've ever had. Football, basketball, baseball, any. Because Kaylee Simons played one heck of a basketball game as well. She sparked us early in that you know first quarter. Had some big buckets, uh, played great defense, had a number of steals, but uh, i got to go with Franny Glenn as well just because she completely shut down uh, the gal from uh, Green from Shenandoah. Came in averaging 19 points, held her to four. Franny had, you know, 10 points herself on the offensive end, a couple offensive rebounds, but like you said, the, the Several effort, steals the, as well. The effort Kaylee Simons did to spark them goes doesn't go unnoticed absolutely, tonight. Absolutely, absolutely. I mean, those two combined for, for 22 of the 35 points for Kemper, so they really showed up on the defensive end and the offensive end. But Franny Glynn is going to be your motor in a player of the game. We'll step away, take a break. We'll preview the boys' game coming up in just a little bit here on a kick of 106.7. Since 1968, Mackie Motors has been serving Lake City and the surrounding communities with new and certified pre-owned vehicles. Mackie Motors is a full-service dealership providing oil changes in our Quick Lube Express phase a service department with world-class trained technicians, a body shop and collision center with the latest equipment, a full vehicle detailing department, or come talk with one of our highly knowledgeable sales staff. Recipient of the GM Mark of Excellence Award for 15 years running. Find new roads at Mackey Motors in Lake City and MackeyMotors.com. Hi, this is Mike Franey from Mid-Iowa Insurance and Real Estate. The insurance industry has taken on many changes this past year. Rates have increased, policies have been non-renewed, and we've even seen companies put moratoriums on their agents. At Mid-Iowa, we are a local independent agency representing a wide variety of companies. We are positioned to work hand-in-hand with you to find you the best rate for the coverage you need. So if you are seeing changes in your insurance, I invite you to give us a call or simply stop by. We can help you. It's always better together. Mid-Iowa Insurance and Real Estate and you. Earning college credit while in high school is a smart choice. Area high school students have several college class options available to them through the DMAC Carroll Campus and Templeton Regional Center. Students, contact your high school counselor today to talk about how DMAC college credit can be part of your high school plan at no cost to you. DMAC, life's calling.
Napa is your trusted source for automotive parts, accessories, and know-how for your car, truck, SUV, and farm equipment. We offer a complete performance machine shop, extensive tool and equipment department, and hydraulic hoses while you wait. So whether it's a replacement part for your daily driver or you're in just in need for a professional machine shop, you can trust your locally owned and operated Napa store. Make it a point to stop in and see the pros. Napa Highway 30 West in Carroll. Napa, we are so much more than a parts store. Here at Pizza Ranch, we love our basketball. Just like you love everyone's favorite buffet. Hot, fresh pizza, the country's best chicken, fresh, cool salad bar, and dessert options that are so good, it's like sinking the winning shot at the buzzer. Pizza Ranch is a perfect meal option every day of the week. And to make it even sweeter, we have extended hours every Friday, Saturday, and Sunday from 11 a.m. to 8 p.m. Whoa, that's good. Pizza Ranch, located just off Highway 30 in Carroll, open seven days a week. Take your brand to the next level with Toploft. From Little League to high school to college and beyond, Toploft in downtown Carroll carries your favorite team's fan gear. Kemper Knights, Carroll Tigers, Cyclones, Hawkeyes, and so much more. Find us on the web at toploftclothing.com and watch for our Tuesday Deal of the Day on our Facebook page. We also love working with local teams and businesses to provide custom apparel for them and their customers. Quick turnaround, low minimums. Elevate your brand to the top with Toploft in downtown Carroll. The staff at Halber Enterprises would like to thank their past customers for all their support. As we move into 2024, it's never too early to plan ahead. Now is the best time to look into improving all your grain handling. Halber Enterprises, along with Sukup Manufacturing, currently offering one-of-a-kind discounts on bins, buildings, grain dryers, and all accessories. Halber Enterprises is your premier Sukup Manufacturing dealer. Call Mike or Gary at 712-658-2141 to lock in your project. Sports on the go with me, Jeff Blankman, is powered by New Way Auto Group in Coon Rapids, Jefferson, and Pocahontas. Each week, be sure to check out the Vehicle of the Week on our station website at 1380kcim.com, our social media platforms, and our new mobile app. You can also tune in to any of the games on broadcasting. Look for your perfect vehicle at New Way Auto Group, where you get free oil changes for life and home of warranty forever. Footings to framing to finish, for farm, home, or commercial. For more than 90 years, Waldeck Lumber Company has been proud to help our communities grow. With four convenient locations and one of the largest building material inventories in the area, we are sure to be able to fill all your building needs. From project design and estimating to friendly advice, we can't wait to be part of the process for you. Waldeck Lumber, with locations in Waldeck, Lakeview, Odebolt, and Carroll. We're not your grandpa's lumber yard. Hi, this is Dr. Murray with the St. Anthony Clinic in Carroll. As we are in the prime of cold and flu season, we want to make sure that you have access to quality care. Our board-certified family medicine physicians across our clinic locations proudly care for your entire family, including the youngest members. We are here for checkups, illness, and everything in between. We look forward to providing the best quality care for your children. To book an appointment for your child with the St. Anthony Clinic, call 712-792-2222 or contact us through the health portal. Always look to the cross. Always St. Anthony. Welcome to the Mackey Motors pregame show here on Kick 106.7 as we get set to start 
The boys' game, Doug, I think you look at the boys' game tonight, Kemper the heavy favorites on paper, but can't count Shenandoah out tonight. Well, the Knights have been playing really well. Uh, you know, we're 16-2 and on the year. Got five guys averaging between nine and a half and 13 points a game. Very balanced. Shoot the ball well. Play a really good defense. Uh, Shen's coming into this game struggling a little bit. When you look at them down on the floor, they've got what looks like some decent athletes, but uh, I think uh, this should be a ball game where temper should prevail, and I, I would think and hope pretty easily, but uh, you never know. Like I said, that's why we come and play. Kemper comes in 15-2, 8-1 in the Hawkeye 10. Shenandoah 5-12, 0-7 in the Hawkeye 10. The, season, the series against the two teams very one-sided. Kemper 18-0 against Shenandoah dating back to 2008. We'll run through the starting lineup for you real quick. For Shenandoah, they will start Jaden Spangler along with Juan Cepeda. Cameron Lorma will start as well as Dalton Athen and then Seth Zwickle. Zwickle, excuse me, will start... And then for the Kemper Knights, they will start seniors tonight as it is senior night. They will start Ben Gherkin along with Jace Hoffman, Hans Kraus, Carter Putney, and Colby Pudence getting the start. And not enough can be said about this senior group of leaders for the Kemper Knights. Yeah, this has really been a good class. And these kids have played basketball uh, their entire lives. I mean, they've uh, been coached well. I think, if I remember right, Darren Putney and, uh, let's see, or excuse me, Darren, yeah, Darren Putney and... uh, Brian Billmeyer, uh, along with a couple of other guys, probably coaching some of these kids. But uh, the senior class has been just, uh, they're just basketball players. They're athletes. They love to compete. They get out. They get after it. They've had a lot of fun with it. Now that I'm thinking about Brian, and those, Brian Billmeyer and, and Putney, had, or Brian coached the uh, second grade, but I think Putney had a lot to do with the senior class coaching those guys. So, But they've been playing a lot. They played a lot of basketball and been playing since they were young kids. You bet you Kemper comes in 15-2, 8-1 in the Hawkeye 10. They averaged 76 points per game. That's up in the top, the Class 2-way. I think they did drop in the latest rankings. They come in 6, I believe, tonight into the game. Kemper does. Yeah, they fell to Lewis Central. It wasn't one of their better ball games. But, you know, you look at that one, and that might be one of those good losses, if you Lewis will. Central because a 4A school. Yeah, I mean, they're a 4A school, and they're a big physical team if, uh, you know, had a heck of a football team. I don't know if either won or got second in state in 4A in uh, football, and they were physical. I saw that game, and a uh, big physical team, and that's the type of team that's going to give Kemper trouble. And then on top of that, we didn't shoot the ball well that night. Yeah, Kemper comes in averaging 76 point per game. points per game. They shoot at 50% from the field, 39% from three. Shenandoah comes in averaging 47 points per game, 34% from the field, and 27% from three. Again, Shenandoah 5-12, 0-7 here in the Hawkeye 10. We'll step away, take a break, dip off fast, approaching here on a kick 106.7. Since 1968, Mackey Motors has been serving Lake City and the surrounding communities with new and certified pre-owned vehicles. Mackey Motors is a full-service dealership providing oil changes in our Quick Lube Express phase, a service department with world-class trained technicians, a body shop and collision center with the latest equipment, a full vehicle detailing department, or come talk with one of our highly knowledgeable sales staff. Recipient of the GM Mark of Excellence Award for 15 years running. Find new roads at Mackey Motors in Lake City and MackeyMotors.com. People want and deserve more comfort, efficiency, and reliability, both in their homes and places of work. Dries Company will be there to meet these challenges, whether we are designing a new system or servicing your existing equipment. We are a rapidly growing company that strives to meet and exceed all your expectations. No matter if you are looking to buy new appliances or need the help from one of our certified technicians, we are here for you. 
We pride ourselves in our installation and service. Dries Company, servicing the Carroll area since 1933. Hi, this is Michelle from Midwest Wholesale. Designing your dream kitchen takes experience and trust, and we have it all. We've been in the business of designing kitchens for years. It's not new to us, and that experience and knowledge is priceless when you're putting your heart into your home. Customize your kitchen design with stunning cabinetry from Kitchens Plus by Birch. Come see our showroom and let us show you the difference. Top-notch service and quality cabinetry from Kitchens Plus by Birch and Midwest Wholesale. How you want it, when you want it, where you want it, we deliver. We are getting close to tip-off here on a kick 106.7. Casey Miners, Doug Landiger with you in the Gatorade Broadcast booth. Created distributed by Pepsi Beverage and Carol Southie. Refuel, recover, and perform. Run through the starting lineups again for you. Again, Kemper going to start all seniors in the boys' game tonight with Ben Gerken, Jace Huffman, Hans Krauss, Carter Putney, and a Colby Putins for Shenandoah. They're going to start Jade Spangler along with Juan Cepeda. Cameron Lorimer along with Dalton Athen and then Seth Zwickle will start as well. Doug, we talked about it a little bit. Going to be important for Kemper, I think, in tonight's game to get off to a fast start. Well, we got those seniors starting that normally don't start. Play, you know, kind of come in late in the game. Gurkham gets to play quite a bit, but uh, those guys are uh, getting a start. Colby Putin's uh, getting a start. Jace Hoffman getting a start. Uh, some of the other seniors that normally start are not starting. Carter Putney, uh, he won't be starting tonight, I don't think. No, Putney's starting. Is, he, is Putney yep. starting? Okay. Uh, and then uh, I'm assuming there's a couple of other ones that maybe are not. Casper Bauer's not starting okay. tonight. So oh, I mean, there you go. The yeah. There's the one. Start. Yeah, and Michael, tell you what, Michael's had a, he went through a little bit of a shooting slump there a few games ago, but played well the other night against Harlan, played pretty well against Lewis Central. Uh, I think he's the guy as the Knights uh, get down to the tournament trail. Michael's probably the one that's, you know, we're going to, I think we're just going to see the cream rise to the top, and he's going to have a good finish to his career. We will step away, take one more break. We got tip off coming up here on a kick of 106.7. Thank you for calling Brinks Exteriors. This is Allie. Hi. We recently had a tree fall in our house, and I'd like to get an estimate or roof damage. Sure. We offer free on site consultations for all our services. Great. While I have you, could you refer me to someone who can replace a drafty window? Brinks does windows too, with high quality Energy Star products. What if we'd like to replace our siding? Brinks has you covered. Gutters? Doors? Our name says it all. Brinks Exteriors is your headquarters for all things exterior, from start to finish. Call 712-ROOF-PRO or visit BrinksExteriors.com. When it comes to sports, injuries, and pain, call the specialists at Suppy Chiropractic Clinic with Dr. Mike Suppy and Dr. Jack Janning. Dr. Suppy and Dr. Janning work closely with area athletes and teams in providing effective treatment and rehabilitation of sports-related injuries. For optimal sports performance, call Dr. Mike Suppy and Dr. Jack Janning at Suppy Chiropractic Clinic today. 792-6026. You can stop by their clinic at 1420 Highway 71 North in Carroll. Proud sponsors of all area teams. This is Brian Moore from Avala Bank. At Avala Bank, we're here to help you every step of the way. Whether you're just starting out and need a little help to get that farm or business off the ground, or maybe you've been around for a while and need some help in achieving that next goal, we are here to help. We can't walk in your shoes. We just want to walk beside you on your path to success. Stop in and see what Better Banking is all about. We'd be happy to talk to you about putting your farmer business on the path to financial success. Avail Bank, member FDIC. Equal housing lender. It's common to feel overwhelmed when it comes to insurance. That's why you need to have an agent you can trust. For almost 150 years, Roselle Mutual has been insuring homes, farms, and much more in Carroll and the surrounding communities. 
At Roselle Mutual, you can depend on us to personally guide you and recommend coverage that's best for your shiny new car, your latest ATV, or if you want to put the best protection on your family home or farm. We are here to provide you with expertise, exceptional service, and quality insurance for all your needs. Roselle Mutual, a partner of Cornell Mutual. Give us a call at 792-4525. Family owned and operated since 1948, Quant Auto Salvage is the area's best full-service scrap facility. Whether you're looking to sell scrap iron, vehicles, or batteries, or you need to locate that difficult-to-find part for your vehicle, they have what you need. And if it isn't in stock, they can locate it with their nationwide parts database. Quant Auto Salvage. They sell the best and recycle the rest. So much to care for in your life. That's why Nationwide is on your side. Nationwide Mutual Insurance Company and Affiliates, Columbus, Ohio. Here at Gretemann and Associates, we know that finding the right protection for you and your family's needs is important. That's why we partner with Nationwide, offering protection for you, your family, your business, and your future. Call 712-792-5050 or visit Gretemann.com to learn more. Bob, fast approaching here on 90 yard kick 106 to 7. Casey Miners, Doug Wanniger with you tonight. Kemper comes in 15 and 2, 8 and 1 in the Hawkeye 10, 18 and 0, dating back to 2008 against Shenandoah. Shenandoah 5 and 12, 7, 0 oh and 7 in the Hawkeye 10. And then, Doug, we mentioned it on paper, Kemper should win tonight pretty easily, but also honoring a great group of seniors as well. So it should be a pretty good game for the nice fast start you want to get off to, but sometimes when you got kids that don't play a whole bunch, it could be tough to get off to that fast start. Yeah, the Knights got to uh, just come out and play their game and, uh, you know, see what happens. You know, Chenadoe's not going to drive up here and just lay down. So uh, they, they've had a rough year, I think, winless in the Hawkeye 10, you said. And uh, so it's been a bit of a struggle for them and uh, coming against uh, one of the best teams in the Hawkeye 10 and the Knights and on their home court makes it even more difficult. Kemper shot the basketball well so far this season, 39% from the field. But one person that struggled the last couple of games, Brock Bading. Uh, yeah. A, a, a guy that is, is, is uh, hit over 50% going into the week, but now he's down to around 40%. So we really need to get him going tonight because he's going to come off the bench. Yeah, the real key for Brock is just don't start pressing. You know, he's a great shooter. He's a tremendous shooter. Uh, we played a physical team in Lewis Central. Uh, they were in his face, and then we went down to Harlow the other night, and they were completely in his face, and uh, Coach Osborne down there just found and determined to shut him down. But what they got to remember is, you know, and what Brock's got to remember is, I got five, six other teammates that can score pretty much just as much as I can. I just got to make sure that I'm getting the ball to him if, uh, if I'm not hitting. So, uh, but, but we do need him to, to come alive and come out of that little slump here as we uh, come into the, you know, the district and, uh, Substate games if we get if we get that far. You mentioned sharing the basketball. Carson Caney five assists per game at seven against Harlan last night. Does a really nice job, and he's someone that's really come on and shot the basketball well as well. As he's up over fifty percent from three on the season for Kemper. Yeah, he had a couple again the other night against Harlan, and uh, you know Carson's one of those kids too. He plays basketball all summer hard. He works at it. He loves the game. He's a competitor. He gets after it. Uh, he's. He's probably one of the real leaders in the team from the point guard position. But, but you can really kind of say that about, you know, everybody does their thing to lead this team. Like I mentioned earlier, Michael Castabauer, uh, another player that uh, probably doesn't get enough credit is Carter Putney. He's averaging 10 a game or just under. Uh, but 
he has the difficult job of playing that post position, and he's not real big. He's only six one, and he's always got to battle the other team's biggest guy, and, and he's played extremely well, done a really good job. Kemper has four players average double figures. Michael Kassebauer leads the team at 13 points per game. Carson Canny averages 10. Strig and Biter with 12. And then Brock Bating with just that 13, 12.7. And you mentioned Carter Putney at uh, 9.3. And one thing I've noticed in the last couple of games, he's starting to step out and shoot the three a little bit more. Uh, Putney is something that he's always been capable of doing. But you mentioned he's playing the post this year. So he's really refined to playing down low a lot. So he's stepping out and stretching the defense a little bit. Yeah, and that helps out too because they got to come out and play them, and then that frees that up for our other guys to make those you know quick cuts that they're so good at to, to get to the basket for easy layups. They're announcing starting lineup down on the court as we get set for a tip off. We'll give you the lineups again real quick for Kemper. They're going to start Ben Gurkin along with Chase Huffman, Hans Krause, Carter Putney, Colby Hooten's going to start as well. Fortunate though, they're going to start Jade Spangler, Juan Cepeda along with Cameron Lorimer. Dalton Athen and then the Seth McWickle is going to start as well. Kemper comes in at 15 and 2, 8 and 1 in the Hawkeye 10. Kemper 1 and 1 in their last couple of games. They beat Harlan last night at Harlan. I think another athletic, tough defensive team in Harlan. They played last night, come away with a good win in the Hawkeye 10. And then, you know, you mentioned Lewis Central. That's a really, really tough team. They're a 4 A school, uh, undefeated in the Hawkeye 10. They are right now uh, getting by Kemper. And, the Kemper can still control their own destiny to a hot to a conference title. Lewis Central's got to drop a couple games. Yeah, you know, good to see Hans Kraus getting a start tonight here in one of his last senior games. As Carter Putney just does an athletic move over, uh, uh, jumped over Carson Candy at the end of the line. But Hans hasn't started yet this year. It's his first start, but played some really good minutes for the night. As a guy that's had to step up, I know talking with Minahan throughout the year. He is very impressed with how Hans has played this year because he's playing a whole new position he's never played. And that's as, 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 as a backup post. We'll step away, take a break. We're going to do the Lord's Prayer. We're going to step away for 90 seconds. Back here with Tip Off on Kick 106.7. Hi, this is Dr. Mulbauer from McFarland Clinic in Carroll. If you are expecting a baby, our family medicine department is here to help you every step of the way. Our physicians provide prenatal care and services, childbirth, and postpartum care. Your McFarland Clinic family medicine physicians can perform C-sections and VBACs during delivery. Call our family medicine office at 712-792-1500 or visit our website at mcfarlandclinic.com for more information. McFarland Clinic Carroll, here for you and your growing family. From bump set spike to the crack of the bat, at Motor Inn of Carroll, we love our high school sports. And we love the opportunity to support our local schools, athletes, coaches, and parents. Through the hard work of our kids, we get the enjoyment of watching and listening to their activities. Other life lessons, like teamwork and citizenship, help create outstanding young women and men we are so proud to sponsor. Good luck to all of our local sports teams. From Motor Inn of Carroll. Utility vehicles have become commonplace on Iowa farms, but people don't always remember the first UTV, the Kawasaki Mule. In 1988, the Kawasaki Mule was introduced and quickly became known for how useful it was and how tough it was. However, one thing was apparent, they were too slow. Now, for 2024, Kawasaki has a mule that's just as fast as the competition, but still has that legendary reliability and a standard three-year warranty. We're proud to have Kawasaki here at Olson's Outdoor Power and want you to stop in and check one out today. Olson's Outdoor Power, your one-stop service and equipment shop. Ron Krause and Dalton Aspen going to 
meet in the middle to tip off the boys' game. Kemper 15 and 2. Opening tip's going to be win by the Knights. Students going to go back door to Putney. Oh, oh my gosh! Oh my God! Perfect lob pass from Colby Putney. Was that Putney? Putney, Putney on the lob. And what a way to start the game! As Oz Kraus comes away with the steal, but he's going to step out of bounds. And Doug, what a way to start the game! Oh my gosh, that's Sports Center highlight stuff there. That's a top tenner for sure. Kemper up two nothing. 15 seconds into the ball game. 7:40 left here in the first quarter. Kraus getting his hands on the basketball, and he's going to cause a turnover. Knight's going to get it right back as Athens fell in to the Kemper fans. It is a packed uh, yeah. left side of the left side of the sideline. Even over, over here on this the side Kemper. too. It is packed here tonight. They're the over on a nice crowd too. What a play to start the game. And you knew they had that working up too because oh, right yeah. away they went for it. Gherkin with the close to the close side corner. Knight's working right to left on your radio dial. Huffman going to have it. Goes down low to Kraus. Kraus going to have it poked out of bounds. It will stick with the Knight. Shenandoah in a man-to-man, I think. Might be zoning out, zoning underneath the basket here. Camper with the basketball, goes to Pudis in the close side corner. Pudis going to back it out, swings it to Huff in the top of the key over to Kraus. Kraus dribbles baseline, picks up his dribble out to Huffman. He's going to take a three at the top of the key. That's going to be up no good. Rebound into the hands of Dalton Athens. Shenandoah in transition, three-pointer on the other end, did it out no good. Basketball still loose into the hands of Carter Putney. They're going to say he stepped on the line as he touched it. So we'll stick with Shenandoah. The Mustangs down there on the far end. Kemper up 2-0 a minute into the ball game here. Warmer to inbound for the Mustangs. Looking for somewhere to go. That's going to be tipped in the air. Going to go into the hands of Athen. Athen tries to save it into the hands of Cepeda. He's going to travel with the basketball as he was driving to the hoop. It'll be a turnover. Kemper gets the basketball right back. Good defensive pressure by the Knights. Hans Cross really active on the defensive end. Lorimer, the leading scorer for Shenandoah, 11.5 points per game. Colby Pudens has it stolen away into the hands of Spangler. Spangler going to go coast to coast. Pudens with nice defense picking him up in transition. Rebound in the hands of Putney. Knights running in transition. Huffman going to pass on the three. Gets it to Kraus. Kraus dribbles baseline. His shot's going to be up no good, but he'll go to the line to shoot two. Mentioned Kraus in the pregame. Doesn't get a whole lot of playing time as a backup, but when he does play, it's he really makes, effective. Absolutely. makes the most of it. He's very effective for the Knights. Another one of those Knights are all about six foot tall. Odds a 40% free throw shooter. The first one rims in and out. No good. Averages about five points a game off the bench for Kemper. Kraus going to go back to the line. Kemper up 2 nothing. 6.28 left here in the first quarter. Free throw no good. Putney with another rebound on the offensive end. Huffman going to take a three straight on. That's going to be up no good. Putney with another offensive board. Kicks it out to Gherkin. Gherkin back to Putney. Putney, Gherkin swings it over to Putin. Putin's going to take a three-point shot. That's going to be up no good. Carter Putney going to lose the basketball out of bounds, and it will be Shenandoah basketball. Carter is extremely active on the offensive glass. 2-0 still, Kemper, 6-10 left here in the first quarter. Casey Miners, Doug Laniger with you in the Gatorade broadcast booth tonight here on Kick 106.7. 
Lorimer with it in the front court, going to hand it off to Spangler. Spangler bounce pass, swings across court to Lorimer. He's going to take a three. That three-point shot going to be up and good. And Shenandoah takes their first lead at 3-2. to two. Kemper Knight's a little slow on the offensive end after that really electrifying start. Not able to hit any of their three-pointers. Pudence gets it to Gherkin. Gherkin's pass going to go high. Yep. He thought uh, Pudence was going to fling over to the wing and Colby stayed out on top. Looks like Kemper right now struggling with that zone defense from Shenandoah. Yeah, these guys uh, haven't played a lot of get, uh, you know live basketball this year and uh, getting a few minutes here to get themselves probably a little nervous getting their first start. Kraus comes away with the steal. He picks them, goes into the passing lane. Layup's going to be up and good. And on Kraus has got his first two points tonight. And a steal on that uh, beautiful play. Took it straight to the hole. Spangler drives in, guarded by Gherkin on the low block, kicks it out to Athen. Athen guarded by Kraus. Athen near the free throw line, loses control, just goes in wildly. Going to get it back. His shot going to be up no good. Huffman pulls down the rebound. Wallace wasting into the front court, goes down low to Gherkin, or goes down low to Kraus. The backdoor pass to Colby Pudence, up no good. Shot is, and Carter Putney going to get a jump ball call. Possession arrow going to keep it, going to give it back to Shenandoah. Well, Carter's just, like I said, he's just working really, really hard down there in the offensive glass. Well, ben Gherkin twisted an ankle or something here as Michael Kasperbauer going to check in for Ben. Kasperbauer comes into the game, averages 13 points a game for the Kemper Knights. That is tops on this team, four Kemper players in double figures. 4.54 left here in the first quarter. It's 4-3, Kemper on top. Spangler with it in the front court for Shenandoah. Going to get it up to Athens. Athens into the corner to Cepeda. Cepeda back out to Athens. Swings it to Spangler. Spangler drives by Kasterbauer. Picks his pocket, though. Kasterbauer comes away with the seal. Knights bring it up into the front court. Huffman with it into the corner to Kraus. Kraus back over the top of defense to Kasterbauer. He's going to take a deep three. It's going to be up no good. Putney skies high for the rebound, but it is in the hands of Lorimer. Lorimer bounce pass over to Spangler. Mustangs running in transition. They're going to back it out. Spangler's three-point shot going to be up no good. Fight for the rebound. Going to go in the hands of Cepeda. Cepeda's shot in the lanes up. No good. Putney with another rebound. My God. Doing work on the offensive glass. Casper Bauer with the beautiful pass to Kraus. Kraus gets two points. What a beautiful pass by Michael Casper Threaded the needle on that bounce pass. Six to three. Kemper on top. Four minutes left here in the first quarter. Passing with it down low out to Spangler. He's going to pass on the three and knock over Casper Bauer. We're going to get a blocking foul on Michael. Carter Putney's got five rebounds already tonight. Nice. little slow start, though, offensively. Only six points here halfway through the first quarter. Huffman tips the pass, and the Knights going to get it on a turnover. Huffman playing great defense. Same as the steal. As Wickles touched it out of bounds, and it will be Kemper basketball. Putin's inbound in front of the Kemper bench. Going to bounce it over to Huffman. Putin's will bring it up into the front court for the Knights. Colby looking for somewhere to go. 2-3 zone defense here for the Mustangs. Kasterbauer to Putney. Back out to Kasterbauer. His three-point shot is going to be up and good. Kasterbauer gets the first three for the night. Assist to Putney, but uh, boy, when he... Michael gets a chance to spot up like that. He doesn't miss very many of them. Hoffman pulls down another rebound. Quickly tries to throw it up to Kasterbauer. That one's stolen away by Spangler. Spangler going to dribble left. Use the screen set by Cepeda out to Lorimer. 
Norm are going to back it out now near the night logo at half court. Gets it to Cepeda. Loses the handle on the basketball. We're going to have pretty much a mass substitution coming in for the night. Athens shot. Another rebound for Hoffman. Hoffman with three rebounds here in the game. Casper Bauer in transition. Passes on the three. Going to dribble in. He kicks it out to Huffman at the top of the key. Back over to Wallace. Wallace in the far side corner looking for somewhere to go. Goes over the top of the defense to Casper Bauer. Now near the free throw line. He drives in. Dumps a load of Putney. His reverse layup up. No good. Kraus fighting for the rebound. Going to go in the hands of Athens. Mustangs bring it up into the front court. Spangler with it. Shenandoah going to run some offense. They come in 5-12, 0-7 in the Hawkeye 10. Spangler picks up his dribble. Bounce pass over to Cepeda. Cepeda going to go back door to Athens. I think we're going to get a foul on Hans Kraus down low. Yeah, Hans just tried to get around that player, but uh, caught him at the back trying to get that steal as we've got Gherkin... Baiting, Tregan Bider, and Carson Candy, the regular starters, checking back into the game for the night. And Carter Putney taking a well-deserved break, along with Cara, Kobe Putin. Lorimer going to inbound for the Mustangs underneath their own basket. 35 seconds on the shot clock, 2.33 left here in the first quarter. 9-3, Kemper leads. Baiting going to come away with the steal. He's going to be left alone in transition. His layup is going to be up and good. That's a good way to get out of a, uh, of a uh, shooting slump. 11-3. Kemper now on top of Shenandoah. Casper now we're going to pressure the ball. Spengler goes by him. Kicks it out to Lorimer. Lorimer guarded by Canny. That counts as the Wickle as he dribbles near the top of the key. The Wickle dribbling right. Cepeda. Cepeda on the close side wing. Tries to go back door to Spengler, but to Athens. Nice playing, good, aggressive defense. Shot clock down to 11 as we go under two to play here in the first quarter. Candy with good defense, shot no good. Baiting pulls down the rebound. Candy quickly throwing it up to Gherkin. Gherkin in transition. His layup is going to be up and good. And a nice heads-up pass there by Carson Candy. Great look by Carson. Fifth different night to score here in the game. Ben Gherkin picks up his first two points. And the Kempers got their largest lead at 10 at 13-3. to Spangler with it for the Mustangs. Going to go near the free throw line. Loses the dribble. Picks it up. His two-point jumper going to be up no good. Gerken with the one-arm rebound. Pulls down the shot attempt. Nice or Candy debating. Baiting going to take a transition. Three. That's going to be up and good. And another assist to Carson Candy. But good to see Brock get off the good start. 16-3 now. Minute 15 left here in the first quarter. Kemper has gone on a run. Kemper was down 3-2. to two. They are on a 14 to nothing run. Yeah, they're capable of doing that, and especially against a team like this that's really struggled. Lorimer to inbound in front of the Kemper bench. Going to go into the backcourt to Spangler. Key for the Knights tonight is, uh, you know, don't play down. You know, keep playing and play hard. Spangler guarded by Bating. The screen set by Zwickle. He now hands it off. Bounce pass out to Lorimer. Guarded by Carson Canny. Nice in a zone. There is a man-to-man defense. Zepeda going to go down low on Gherkin. Picks up his dribble. Catches it back out to Spangler. Shot clock down to one, and they're not going to get a shot off. I don't think Spangler realized the shot clock was that low. 42.9 left here in the first quarter. Kemper still on top by 13 at 16-3. Been looking a little ginger, walking a little gingerly on that ankle. Candy brings it up in the front court over to Casper Bauer. Back out to Candy at the top of the key and low to Bider near the free throw line. Bider uses the spin move. His shot's going to be up no good. Fights for the rebound, but he going to the hands of Athens. Yeah, good spin move in the middle of the lane. Just up a little strong on the shot. Spangler going to drive in, and Brock Bating going to pick up a shooting foul. 
As he fouled Spangler as he drove in with 21.4 seconds left here in the first. Nice drive by Spangler to get by Bating. I think Brock grows another inch or two every time I see him. He looks like he's just getting taller and taller. It's a good thing. Yeah, that's a good thing. Spangler's free throw going to be up and good. Breaks the long drought for Shenandoah. 16 to 4, 21 seconds left here for first quarter. We're going to go back to the line. He hit the first one a little bit ago. Second free throw up and good. Knights running the ball right up the court. Danny with it at the top of the key. Goes over to Castorauer. He's going to take a deep three. Three-point shot. Going to be short. No good. Baiting cracks down the offensive rebound. Out to Carson. Sends it over to Gerken. Gerken's three-point shot. Going to be up. No good. Rebound into the hands as the whistle has it stolen away by Castorauer. Basketball loose into the hands of Lorimer. His half-court shot. Going to be up. No good. Kemper going to take a 16-5 lead at the end of one. We'll step back. Kemper will take a break. Back with that second quarter here on a kick of 106.7. Outlaw Graphics in Carroll is ready to assist your business, team, or organization. They can provide you with vehicle graphics, commercial signs, indoor-outdoor signs, apparel, promo items, and so much more. If you want your logo on it, they can do it. Personalize any event with t-shirts, koozies, or hats. If you are busy, Outlaw Graphics Promo to Go team will come to you with their unique designs to complete the job. For more information, check out Outlaw Signs Graphics and Apparel on Facebook. Second quarter here on a kick 106-7, 16-5 lead for the Kemper Knights, and it was a 14-0 run that really sparked Kemper in that first quarter, and they ended up going on a 14-2 run to close out the quarter. Yeah, they started a completely different lineup, so they started a little bit slow. Like I said, those kids hadn't started were probably a little nervous as they see our cheerleaders doing some uh, acrobatic stuff down there. They do a nice job for the Kemper Knights as uh, the Knights taking the ball out of bounds at the half-court line, Brock Batings to inbounds. Baiting on the far sideline, going to inbound the basketball for Kempers. They will start with the basketball here in the second quarter. Casey Miners, Doug Waniger with you guys tonight here in the Gatorade broadcast booth. Candy with the basketball. One thing about this night team is, you know, they're very unselfish. They're going to look for the right opportunity. Baiting, corner three is going to be up and good. He's got eight points. Assist to Michael Kastenbauer. Good to see Brock uh, shoot the ball well. Spangler going to get it out to Lorimer. His three-point shot up no good. Baiting's going high for the rebound. We're going to get a foul on Shannon Doa. Good job by Brock getting up on that defensive board. Brody Burdorf. Burdorf, excuse me, into the game for Shannon Doa. He's going to see another, another shot from Brock here from the corner. Candy with it out to Brock. Brock was calling for a three-point shot up and good. And Brock Baiting has got fire. He's got 11 points. And Shenandoah's coach is not happy with the defensive closeout. 22-5, Kemper leads. We'll step away, take the timeout. Back in 30 seconds here on a kick of 106.7. At Carroll County Solid Waste, we deliver environmental services together. Because, like all teams, together, everyone achieves more. We all enjoy a snack and a drink when cheering for our favorite team. When finished, be a team player. Put your bottles and cans in the recycle bin and your empty food packaging in the trash. Visit our website at carrollcountylandfill.com for details of how to be part of the recycle team. Because together, we're stronger. We're Carroll County Solid Waste, wishing our area athletes a safe and successful sports season.
Kemper going to run a press defense here. It's become the out of the timeout. Brock fading up to 11 points. He's got 11 of the 22 for Kemper here in the first half. Yeah, when Brock's feeling it, there's nobody that's a better shooter. You know, he broke the three-point record at Kingsley Pearson. I don't think that'll be the last time he comes close to that record. His Spanglers two-point jumper's up no good. Putney gets another rebound. Gosh, Carter just <laughs> can't say it enough. He is just all over the glass. Candy to Castorauer back out to Candy. Cross court to Biter. Biter going to dribble in near the free throw line. Kicks it to Brock. Brock in rhythm. Going to catch it and shoot it. Three-point shot another one. up and good. He's got all nine points for the night here in the second quarter. And all of them coming from behind the three-point line. Yeah, he, nice pass over there by Biter to find him. 20-point lead now for Kemper at 25-20. Spangler with it at the top of the key. Graham now with it, gets it up to O'Rourke. O'Rourke going to be harassed on defense. Basketball Well, they're letting the play, too, aren't they, O'Rourke's Casey? going to get it out to Burdorf. Burdorf, excuse me. Lorimer going to lose it out of bounds, and it will be Kemper basketball. And I think that... Shenandoah going a little too fast for themselves here in the Yeah, the Knights have got this game going really, really quick up and down, and I don't think that's a game that Shenandoah can play with them. 25-5 to now. The Knights outscored 9 to nothing here in the second quarter, the first minute and a half. Jack Bading checks into the game for Kemper. Jack's another kid that can shoot that three ball. Only a sophomore, him and Brock Cousins. Carson Canny with the basketball. Goes back door to Bider. Bider open for three. It's going to be up no good. Rebounds into the hands of Camden Lorimer. Lorimer really into good. the front court. Good defense by Bider on playing pressure defense. Lorimer happened to pick up the basketball almost every time he gets it. Spangler drives in, now loses it. Steal by Jack Bating. Bating quickly pushes it to Bider. Bider goes between the legs. Now down low. Picks out the puppy to Bating. Jack going to pass on the three as he drives in, tries to dump it down low to Putney. It's going to be up and good. The assist goes to Jack Bating. Jack Bating was injured at the beginning of the year. Got an assist there, but looked really good. Another nice bucket by Putney. Lorimer goes down low. Graham dribbles in. His shot going to be blocked away by Carter Putney. Rebound into the hands of Tragen Biter. Biter kicks it to Bating. Bating going to pass on the transition. Three outs to Tragen. Tragen's three-point shot going to be up no good. Putney's skying in for the rebound. I think that's going to be a... Oh, I thought they were going to call a travel call. Fighter got a good look on there, just couldn't knock it down. I think they're going to get a foul on... On Putney? Putney or... or no, oh, they're, they're going to change the other it way. I, I thought at first it went out of bounds. Spangler had it on the baseline. And the, I thought the one ref called a foul and pointed towards Shenandoah. Bating going to catch it on the inbound. Three-point shot going to be short, no good. I thought it was going to go off yep. the rim and roll in. He gets that backspin that gets the ball turned in the right direction when it hits the rim. O'Rourke into the front court, going to lose it off his foot. Going to say Brock Bating was the last one to touch it. It will go out of bounds off of him. Shenandoah going to keep the basketball with 26 seconds on the shot clock. You know, we talk about the Knights and their ability to shoot the three and uh, get up and down the court. But, again, they do so much from a defensive standpoint. We're, uh, what, uh, 12 minutes into this game? 27-5. Shenandoah's got five points. Hans Kraus, Kasterbauer, and Gherkin just checked into the game for Kemper. Under five to go here in the first half. We're going to get a foul down low be a on Shenandoah, screen. moving screen. Kemper going to get the basketball back. Up by 22, 27-5, 4.55 left here in the first half. We'll have your Roselle Mitchell Hassan report coming up in just a little bit here on Kick 106.7. 
Fading, working from the point guard spot, hands it out to Krause at the top of the key. Krause going to swing it over to Kastrauer. He blows by his defender, goes back door to Gurkin, swings it to Jack. Jack going to take a three at the top of the key. That's going to be up no good. Rebound into the hands of Burdorf. The Wickle now into the front court for Shenandoah. 4.33 left here in the first quarter. 27-5, your score here on kick 106.7. Athens going to pass on the three, drives in on Gurkin. Loses defenders. This two-point shot's going to be up and good, and that's the first two points for Shenandoah here in the quarter. Yeah, he got, got him off his feet. His fighter drives to the hole, gets an easy layup. The Knights are so good at that. Fighter picks up his first two points of the game. Averages over 12 a game for Kemper. The wickle at the top of the key, guarded by Casper Bauer. Man, defense here for the Knights as they go down low to Graham. Hans Kraus going to pick up the shooting foul. Yeah, Hans is second foul. Hans outside a little bit in there, but again, playing good, strong defense. Graham will go to the free throw line for Shenandoah. 39% free throw shooter on the season as a team. 46% for the Mustangs from the free throw line. Graham's free throw on the way off the back iron, no good. You're not going to win a lot of games when you shoot 41% from the free throw line. 46, under 50%. 50%. Second free throw on the way, going to be up no good. Krause pulls down the rebound. Gerken going to swing it up to Bider. Bider quickly in a transition to Baiting. Baiting. One thing I like about Jack is whenever he catches, he's always in that shooting motion. Jack going to take a deep three. It's going to be up and good. Nothing but net there for Jack Baiting. Jack had beautiful backspin on him. And like you said, another situation there where he's got himself cut. 32-7. Kemper on top. Stealing the hands by Jack Baiting. He's going to go coast to coast. He drives in. They're going to say no shot. They're going to stay on the floor before the shot. But foul going to go on Shenandoah. Not that would give him the bucket on that one, but not so much. Well, you know, Jack's got a philosophy. I can't shoot it if my feet aren't ready to shoot it, so. Spider on the inbound, going to have it near the free throw line for Kemper. Kicks it out to Gherkin. Gherkin's three-point shot going to be up and good. You know, these coaches from these other schools, they sit up here and you watch them, and they just look at each other because you you just can't leave anybody on this team open from the three-point line. Seven three-pointers so far here in the first half for Kemper. Ryder going to pull down the rebound on the other end. Quickly pulls it up to Baiting. Jack in transition. His layup high off the glass, no good. But he was fouled. He'll go to the line for a couple free throws. I think he got hit in the face. Looks to be okay. You know, Jack's another one of those players. Stands about 5'10". You know, the Knights, just everybody's between that 5'10 and 6'1". They all probably weigh about 150, 60 pounds, something like that. A couple of them a little bigger. Baiting a 62% free throw shooter on the season. The first one up, no good. One thing I will say about Kemper, for how well they shoot the basketball, free throws have been an issue, 65% so far this season. Yeah, they, uh, they're going to need to shoot them better in the tournament run if they're going to make a run like they'd like to. Because they're going to be close games, and they're you know. Baiting goes one for two at the line. Carson Candy replacing Jack in the lineup again. Again, seven three-point three-pointers made here by Kemper in this first half. Has them leading thirty-six to seven. Kemper can go pretty deep into that bench, and when you run up and down the court, everybody gets a breather. Burdorf with it, has harassed by Bider, going to get it into the front court to O'Rourke. Springer now drives in. Spangler, excuse me, drives in. Back door there to Burdorf. His two-point shot's going to be up and good. Called Slender Kid, who made a nice move to get free for the basket down low. Spider going to get it up to Caster Bauer. Caster Bauer going to back it out now. Drives it on his defender near the free throw line. Back door pass to Krause. Basketball loose in the hands of Gherkin. 
Casper Bauer going to give it up to Kent. Michael got a little greedy on that one. Kenny bounce pass over to Casper Bauer. He drives in, flips the defense. He's going to be fouled. He'll go to the line to shoot two. Casper Bauer, I, I, for how well he shoots the three, I think his game of driving to the basket is very underrated and not a lot of people talk about it. He's so quick. It's the same with Fighter, same with Casper Bauer, same with uh, um, Carson Candy. They're just so good at getting to the hole. Casper Bauer going to go to the free throw line. First free throw on the way is going to be up and good. And they they also do such a good job of protecting the ball because they're, I mean, they get in there and those kids are 6'5", 6'6", 6'4", whatever, long arms. None of those guys are over six foot. 63% from the free throw line is Cash Bauer. He's going to miss the second one. Brock Bating checks into the game for Kemper. The wickle into the front court here for Shenandoah. 37-9, Kemper on Another top, steal. steal there by Hans Kraus. They dump it down low to Bating. Bating's layup is going to be up and good. So Kraus gets a steal and an assist on that. Those are the little things that Hans does. Gastrower pokes it away from Spangler on the far end. It's going to go out of bounds. Putney going to come in for Kastrower. Three steals in the game for Hans Kraus. Lorimer checks back into the game. Spangler going to have it for the Mustangs. 2.08 left here in the first half. We'll have a Roseville Mutual Hassel report coming up in just a little bit. And a pack. Kemper Jim tonight here on a kick 106.7. Nights up by 30 at 39-9. Spangler in the far side corner. Going to dribble baseline guarded by Bating. Kicks it back out to Aston. His three-point shot going to be short. No good. Spangler with an offensive board. Gets it rejected by Carter Putney. It's going to go out of bounds off of Putney. I believe his second block here tonight. Yeah, he's trying to keep up with Franny. The Wickle going to catch it, have it on the inbound, and it's one of the officials going over to talk to the scorer's table. Minute 50 left here in the second quarter, 39-9 to nine at this point. The Wickle going to catch the three off the inbound. That's going to be no good. Putney quickly up to, up to Gherkin on the rebound, but to let him a little out of bounds, and it's going to be a turnover. Seventh rebound in the game for Carter Putney, four on the offensive glass. He's down there. Sharing a chuckle with number three, Cepeda for Shenandoah. Not sure what they were talking about. but Spangler going to give it up to Athen. Athen going to try to split the defense. Loses the hand on the basketball, but gets it back to Zewickle. Zewickle near the free throw line. Bounce pass over to Spangler. Spangler going to try to split the defense. His shot going to be blocked away by Brock Bating. The fake Brock up and got him, got past him, but Brock with those long arms came back from the backside, knocked it out of bounds under the bucket. Lormer to inbound underneath the Mustang basket. Shot clock down to six. Hans Kraus going to pick up the foul. That's going to be the third on Hans. Hans thought he had a good block on that, but he took the swipe, caught the guy on the hands. It's uh, Cepeda. Cepeda's a big kid. Hans going to stay in the game at this moment with three fouls. Cepeda's first three throw up, no good. Cepeda looks like he's about uh, 6'2", probably goes about... 210. Averages three points per game. Shoots 37% from the field. Second free throw up. No good. Kenny pulls down the rebound. Knights running in transition. Kenny going to slow things down. Knights didn't have the numbers. They could go down low to Putney out. Debating his three-point shot. going to be up and good. And I think he knew he hit it because he started walking down the court pretty confidently. Yep. When he's when he's shooting like that, it's just uh, it's lights out. Carter with his second assist. Fading up to 19 points here in this the first half. 42-9, Kemper on top as we go under a minute to play here in the second quarter. 
Keep in mind the Knights only had 16 points. Got 26 here in the second in the third quarter. Spangler's three at the top of the key. Going to be up and good. He's got his first field goal from the floor. That's the fourth basket on the floor that Shenandoah has made so far here in the game. Gerken going to take another three. That three-point shot going to be up no good. Gerken went out of bounds hard, ran into the bench. He's going to get up a little gingerly, but he looks Hans, to be okay. Hans Kraus on that one. Casey uh, fighting in there for the battle and knocked the ball out of bounds off of him. Knights trying to get it to Bating on the inbound. They get it back out to Brock. He's going to take a confidence three. That's going to be up and good, and Brock's got 22 here. In his... These fans are just looking at each other like, what do you do? Bating with the backside seal, tries to tip it to Gerken, but are going to step out of bounds. You know dang well the Knights are looking for a steal here before the end of the half. They don't want uh, Shenandoah having that last shot as it's 45-12 to 12 now with 22 seconds left. Kemper up to nine threes made here in this first half. Aston on the inbound, his two-point jumper going to be up and good. He got lost on the inbound. He picks up his second basket. Four points for Aston. Shanny going to drive in. His layup up no good. Rebound to the Wickle. I was waiting for Carson to do that. He finally took a roll out of it. He'd been, you know, passing the ball all night long. That's the first shot he's taken. The Wickle shot going to be up no good. Beatty going to pull down the rebound. We will go to the half. Kemper Knights up 45-14. to 14. We'll step away, take a break. We got your Roselle Mitchell Hatcher report coming up in just a little bit here on a kick of 1067. Teamwork begins by building trust. Putting trust in your teammates isn't just for game day. It's important when it comes to your insurance coverage, too. Roselle Mutual and Grinnell Mutual are here to provide you with expertise, exceptional service, and quality insurance for all of your needs. Coming together is the beginning. Staying together makes progress, and working together creates success. For commercial, farm, home, and auto insurance, give them a call today at 792-4525. Roselle Mutual, proudly insuring the area since 1876. At American Family Insurance, protecting cattle ranches is at the heart of what we do. After all, it's where we got our start more than 90 years ago. We understand it's more than a ranch. It's your life. And that's why we offer customizable policies that protect what you've worked for. Let's build the policy your ranch deserves. For details, contact Nicole Unken at Nicole Unken Agency. Call 712-792-1262 or stop by 412 Highway 30 today. Since 1968, Mackie Motors has been serving Lake City and the surrounding communities with new and certified pre-owned vehicles. Mackie Motors is a full-service dealership providing oil changes in our Quick Lube Express phase, a service department with world-class trained technicians, a body shop and collision center with the latest equipment, a full vehicle detailing department, or come talk with one of our highly knowledgeable sales staff. Recipient of the GM Mark of Excellence Award for 15 years running. Find new roads at Mackie Motors in Lake City and MackieMotors.com. Hi, this is Mike Franey from Mid-Iowa Insurance and Real Estate. The insurance industry has taken on many changes this past year. Rates have increased, policies have been non-renewed, and we've even seen companies put moratoriums on their agents. At Mid-Iowa, we are a local independent agency representing a wide variety of companies. We are positioned to work hand-in-hand with you to find you the best rate for the coverage you need. So if you are seeing changes in your insurance, I invite you to give us a call or simply stop by. We can help you. It's always better together. Mid-Iowa Insurance and Real Estate, and you. Earning college credit while in high school is a smart choice. Area high school students have several college class options available to them through the DMAC Carroll Campus and Templeton Regional Center. 
Students, contact your high school counselor today to talk about how DMAC College Credit can be part of your high school plan at no cost to you. DMAC, life's calling. Brought down 45 to 14 here at the half. The halftime show sponsored by Roosevelt Mutual Insurance. Roosevelt Mutual knows that teamwork begins with building trust. It's important when it comes to your insurance needs too. Roosevelt Mutual and Grinnell Mutual here to provide you with expertise, expertise and exceptional service. Give them a call today at 712-792-4525. And join with uh, Kaylee Simons of of the Kemper Knights. If Kaylee wants to go first, she can. Kaylee, a great game for you tonight off the bench. I, you had the leading score, 12 points. Uh, I think me and Doug mentioned multiple times just the energy you brought off the bench tonight was really good. Is that something you look to do, you know, anytime you come into the game? Thank you. Yes, that's what our coaches preach when we come off the bench is to bring all that energy. Um, yeah, I think that's what we were. That's what I was asked to do. Uh, we didn't. I gotta mention we didn't go with you for player of the game because Brandy played a really good game we tonight. But both off. of you, both of you, I think had a fantastic game. The game plan probably coming in defense is going to stop the Green Girls down low. You guys did that exceptionally. Yeah. I think at times you're in a diamond in one defense, and that seemed to work really well tonight for you. Yeah. No, Franny worked her butt off. I was so proud she kept that girl to four points. That was awesome. The defense you worked in tonight, uh, that diamond and one, was it something you guys just installed the run against green, or is it something you guys have been working on? Because it seemed to work really well tonight. We've been working on that the past couple weeks for the last couple games. Yeah, it's been getting a lot better. For you, uh, you came in shooting the ball really well, but I think defensively you also had a couple steals as well. Um, on the defensive end, what were you really looking to do, kind of, because uh, you were the head of that zone, to, that press defense at times. Was it just to kind of create turnovers and cause havoc on the defensive yeah, end? Yeah, create turnovers, wait till they get past half court for that trap. I think it worked really well against that team tonight. You pick up a much-needed conference win against Shenandoah, and, and I think the defense stepped up really big tonight. You know, how much confidence did, the, did the, you guys grow on the defensive end in tonight's game? We grew a lot on defense. We got those steals. We got them to turn the ball over really well. So I think that helped a lot. Kaylee, I want to thank you for joining us here in the postgame for the halftime report. Thank you so much. That's Kaylee Simons with the Camper Knights. We will get head coach Andrew Plank on the headset. Uh, coach, a big win for you guys against Shenandoah. I'm going to talk about the defense for you as it was really good tonight for you. Uh, the diamond and one defense worked well on green. Was that something you guys worked on a lot to try to get ready for tonight's game? Um, you know, um, it was kind of just a wrinkle to our 1-3-1. One, one. Um, you know, we've kind of we've looked at our, our, our season uh in the last two weeks, probably, and we, we thought, you know, we've been really good defensively. How do we get a little bit better? How do we throw in another wrinkle um, to some teams that maybe have a big and we can't really necessarily match up to it very well, um, you know, from a man perspective? But, uh, you know, kudos to the girls because, you know, they defensively we were, we were phenomenal. Um, you know, Lene Green is a phenomenal basketball player. She's averaging just under 20 points a game. Um, you know, They've got the Denton girl. She she shoots it really well. Um, they've got guards around there that can do. They can score it as well. And you know our girls stepped up to the challenge tonight. Uh, offensively, shots weren't necessarily falling, um, but you don't have to make everything when you play really good defense. So uh, you know I was proud of the girls in the way that they they stuck together. Uh, no matter what five were on the floor, uh, they did a really good job defensively uh, communicating and, and and contesting everything. For the most part of the game, you had Franny on the green girl. Once uh, she took a break. You know, I think girls like uh, Lauren Schenkelberg, even Aubrey Hughton, stepped in and played really good defense at her. Uh, was it just when you guys run defense to throw as much bodies at her as you can to get her tired and not get her much touches in the paint? Um, uh, well, 
our, our, our goal was to uh, was to just rotate and stay in front of it, and make make the passes to the to the post difficult. Um, you know, I thought Liv did a phenomenal job. Um, Aubrey Carson. Uh, you know, I told the girls after the game it took it took all five that were on the floor uh, defensively because if we have a lapse and somebody's got to step up and we give up, you know, we give up a post feed. Um, so all, all five girls were important to making sure we were taking away gaps, um, taking away those passing lanes, um, and our rotations were good. Brandi Glenn, another double-double for you. She's playing fantastic basketball down the stretch as we get set for playoffs coming up. You know, how big has she been for you guys offensively as well as defensively? Brandi pours her heart and soul into everything she does. Uh, she just danced here at halftime. Um, you know, she's a great student. Uh, she's a great student athlete um, in everything she does. And, you know, may not have the the tools, but she did knock down three tonight. Uh, she may not have all the tools, uh, but she's always going to give you 100% effort. And, and it shows. I mean, she's pretty sure averaging just under 16 rebounds a game the last five games. Um, you know, she had 22 against Grandview Christian. She had, you know, she was a little under last night against Harlem, but she had a tough assignment. Um, and, and she was kind of out on the perimeter a little bit more. But tonight she, she had 12. Um, you know, for her, it, it, a lot of it is it's just taking care of what you're supposed to do, doing her job and embracing her role. And she does a really good job of it. And, you know, I wish, you know, I wish I had another year with her because she's just such a hard worker. Um, and she's going to, I mean, I don't think she got off the floor, but maybe for a couple of minutes tonight. Um, so, you know, props to her for just constantly that motor just keeps going and going and going. Offensive end, you guys struggled a little bit tonight. How do you get better going into the next game? You know, I thought we got good looks. Uh, early on, we kind of we kind of got complacent, uh, a little stagnant. Uh, we didn't get the ball to move very well. Um, and they and they ran, they ran, they ran man, and they were really good in it. Um, they, forced, they forced us to uh, kind of settle we didn't want to settle we wanted to get to the rim um you know but in the second half we we started a little flat but then we started to find it uh we started to get downhill uh simons did a great job elsa did a great job um of finding our other girls getting the ball to move getting downhill finding it kicking it um getting great looks um which put it put that run together to kind of put things away there towards the end coach I want to thank you for joining us here in the halftime and Good luck coming up the rest of the season, and congratulations on a big win tonight. Thank you. Appreciate it. That was head coach Andrew Clank of the Kemper Knights. We'll step away, take a break. We will back, be back for the second half of the boys' game here on a Kick 106.7. Napa is your trusted source for automotive parts, accessories, and know-how for your car, truck, SUV, and farm equipment. We offer a complete performance machine shop, extensive tool and equipment department, and hydraulic hoses while you wait. So whether it's a replacement part for your daily driver or you're just in need for a professional machine shop, you can trust your locally owned and operated Napa store. Make it a point to stop in and see the pros. Napa Highway 30 West in Carroll. Napa, we are so much more than a parts store. Here at Pizza Ranch, we love our basketball. Just like you love everyone's favorite buffet. Hot, fresh pizza, the country's best chicken, fresh, cool salad bar, and dessert options that are so good, it's like sinking the winning shot at the buzzer. Pizza Ranch is a perfect meal option every day of the week. And to make it even sweeter, we have extended hours every Friday, Saturday, and Sunday from 11 a.m. to 8 p.m. Whoa, that's good. Pizza Ranch, located just off Highway 30 in Carroll, open seven days a week. Take your brand to the next level with Toploft. From Little League to high school to college and beyond, Toploft in downtown Carroll carries your favorite team's fan gear. Kemper Knights, Carroll Tigers, Cyclones, Hawkeyes, and so much more. Find us on the web at toploftclothing.com and watch for our Tuesday Deal of the Day on our Facebook page. We also love working with local teams and businesses to provide custom apparel for them and their customers. Quick turnaround, low minimum. Elevate your brand to the top with Toploft in downtown Carroll. 
The staff at Halber Enterprises would like to thank their past customers for all their support. As we move into 2024, it's never too early to plan ahead. Now is the best time to look into improving all your grain handling. Halber Enterprises, along with Sukup Manufacturing, currently offering one-of-a-kind discounts on bins, buildings, grain dryers, and all accessories. Halber Enterprises is your premier Sukup Manufacturing dealer. Call Mike or Gary at 712-658-2141 to lock in your project. We are getting set for the second half here on a kick 1067. I want to thank Jeff Blankman back in the studio tonight, making sure everything goes okay. I don't know how Doug, he got out of doing a game tonight. Well, I do know because he's been up in the state girls wrestling tournament, but still, Jeff got out of doing a game tonight as we're here on a kick 1067 tonight uh, with you guys. And Doug, a very dominant first quarter, first half for Kemper. Yeah, it's, uh, it's Shenandoah's going to struggle. You know, they're, they're really limited on their basketball abilities, and the, you know, the Kemper Knights, uh, Started the uh, backup uh, seniors and slow start getting going, but boy, once they got rolling, they really made things happen. Sumi Kepp are going to play a lot of the reserves here in the second half as they are up 45 to a 14. Brock baiting 22 points in that first half. He really got going from the outside. We saw what Brock can do, you know, and he's had games like that. What he needs to look for now and what I know he's hoping to look for is consistency. You know, he doesn't need to hit eight or nine a game, but, boy, if he can get four or five every game, come out strong each night. Uh, but, boy, is, is he on fire tonight. On the court for the Knights to start the third quarter, Michael Kassenbauer, Carson Canny, along with Brock Bading, Tregan Bider, and a Carter Putney. Shenandoah going to have the basketball to start the third quarter. Knights are up 45-14. to 14. I believe it's going to be a running clock. Yeah, at some point I think it'll get there. Athens shot up no good. Rebound into the hands of Fighter. Bounce pass over to Caney. It's Caney. Excuse me. He will bring it up into the front court. Putney now with it at the top. Keith wins it back to Carson. Carson going to go back door to Putney. The lob going to be up and good. He didn't dunk it this time. No. But the two points still count. Fourth assist for Carson Caney. Very unselfish player. Shot on the other end up no good. Baiting pulls down the rebound. Across court to Canny. Fighter now going to drive in, dumps it down low to Kasperbauer. His two points are going to be up and good. That's just the unselfishness of this team. You know, they, they cut to the basket well, they find each other well. A really nice pass there by, by uh, Biter. Zapata into the corner does the whistle. His three point shot going to be up and good. The second, third three, excuse me, in the game here for Shenandoah. Carson to the front court, bounce pass over to Putney. Putney looking for somewhere to go, going to go back door to Carson. Candy with the back door pass to Carter, able to get it back into Brock. Brock going to get the fighter. She drives in. His floater in the lane going to be up no good. Rebound into the hands of Ethan. Surprised Biter didn't dump that off to uh, Putney, who was cutting along the line. Bangler's two-point jumper going to be up no good. Baiting pulls down the defensive rebound. Candy into the front court, going to have it poked away. So Whipple jumped the pass, and then he's going to go out of bounds off of him. Kemper gets the basketball right back. Up 49 to 17 with 6:22 left here, and the clock is running. They do have running clock on here in the third quarter. Knights 15 and two on the season. Looking what is running goal. clock? 30 points? I'm I not thought, quite sure. I, I thought I'm it was 35. I'm not 100 percent on that. I know football is 35. That's the only one I know. Three on the other end. There by Fighter going to be up no good. Basketball still loose. Putney tracking down another rebound. Carter is really busting it on the offensive 
glass tonight. Guy, I think Bider got away with the travel. Putney's three-point shot going to be up and good. Going to be a assist for a Bider, but there again, Putney stepping out. I mean, he's really been shooting the ball well lately. That's his first three-ball attempt tonight, and he's nothing but net. Spangler within the front court for the Mustang. 52-17 lead here for Kemper. It's in the corner to Ethan. Ethan going to dribble baseline. Picks up his dribble. Tries to go back door. Pass going to be stolen away by Putney. Goes over the top of the defense. Download to Casper Hour. Casper Hour catches a low block. Putney with the two-point shot. A nice pass, pass by, by Michael Casper Shenandoah now with the basketball. 5-11 left here in the third quarter. The clock's going to go by fast as soon as he gets to running clock. Rebound in the hands of Casper Bauer. Nice running in transition. They're going to use their speed down low to Biter. Biter off the glass, no good. Biter didn't get his feet set on that, and he kind of had to get rid of it. Now he almost gets a steal, and he does. Gets a steal. Casper Bauer gets the two points, assist to Carson Canny. So Biter with the steal. We're going to get a mass substitution at the next stoppage of play for Kemper. Carson Canny with the assist. 56-17, Kemper on top of Shenandoah. Cepeda with it, backdoor pass to Aston. His two points going to be up and good. Shenandoah continuing to play hard, running the offense there, getting an easy layup. One thing the Knights got to keep playing defense. Canny going to get it into Putney. Putney back out to Canny. Canny going to blow by his defender, picks it up on the low block, back out to Putney. His three-point shot is going to be up and good. A timeout on the floor for substitution. Candy with another assist. 59-19, your score, 416 left. Pretty easy, pretty easy to rack up assists when they shoot like they're shooting tonight. That was even after a slow start. 11 threes for the Knights here on the yeah, night so far. Crazy. So unselfish. I got us down for 1, 2, 3, 4, 9, 10, 14. I got it for 18 assists in the game. What do you got? So I have, you have 18 assists on 21 made baskets. Yeah. That's crazy for the Kemper Knights so far tonight. It's, it's just been a clinic. Jack Mading, Colby Pudis, Ben Gurkin, Hans Kraus, and Jace Huffman into the game for the Kemper Knights. Graham's two-point shot going to be up no good. O'Rourke picks up the offensive board. He gets this one back. That's got all reserves in the lineup now. Pudis going to bring it up into the front court for the Knights. Gets it up to Gherkin. Gherkin back out to Pudis at the top of the key. 352 backdoor pass to Gherkin. His two-point two shot. Oh, he's got no the pass good. down. That's two of them that he's made. Gherkin just couldn't quite corral it to, make the, to get a good look at the basket. Shenandoah on the offensive end, shot up no good. Huffman pulls down a rebound, I think his fourth tonight so far. Yep, Baiting all on the in, defensive end. Fading in transition, gets it to Huffman, his three-point shot going to be up. Russell oh. now, no good, almost got it to go down. Shenandoah in transition now, going to kick it out to O'Rourke. Last touch by Gherkin as it will go out of bounds. Ben keeping his hands active, knocking that ball away. 59 to 21, your score. Kemper on top of Shenandoah. Shenandoah inbounding from their own front of their own basket. Eli Cameron with it. They get it up to O'Rourke in the backcourt. 
O'Rourke going to drive in. His two-point shot going to be up no good. Cameron tried to pull down the rebound, but in the hands of Huffman. Gherkin down low to Kraus. Kraus back to Gherkin. The wall is going to be up and good. Assist Kraus to Gherkin on the lob, and he throws down the dunk, and it gets two more points for Ben Gherkin. I can't even describe how unselfish that was. Krause had a wide-open layup, but he saw Gerken coming. again in transition. Here he goes. He's going to go up 40. Oh, he's almost at it. Almost at it. Missed the shot. Rebound into the hands of Cameron for Shenandoah. Hoffman jumps the passing lane. 61-21. Kemper on top. Really seeing how athletic these kids are tonight. Huffman going to take a transition three. That rims in and out. No good. That's the second one. Huffman's almost had in and ben out. Gerken on the floor. He's going to travel with the basketball. Yeah, when you roll like that, it's going to be a travel, but a great effort as the Shenandoah kids give him a lift up. There's a couple camera people down there by the door. I bet they got a good angle. I hope that. somebody I got, I got hope a somebody. good angle of that Ben Gherkins. You're right, Casey. I didn't see that, but I hope you're right. I hope they got a good picture of that. <laughs> Between that one and Gherkins, I don't know which one was better. 61. Or, uh, excuse me. Uh, Putney. 61-21. Your score a minute 50 left here in the third quarter. Baiting going to take a seat. Dylan shown along with the number 11 for the night. And that is Ryan Sundrup into the game. John Antofer into the game as well for Kemper. 61-21, your score. O'Rourke going to dribble in near the paint. His two-point jumper going to be up no good. Huffman pulls down Huffman, the rebound. He's done fifth. work. He's done work on the, off and on, on the rebound on the glass today. Sundrup going to drive in. Shot up no good. Got the right idea. Got a funny story. Uh, Kyle Swim. Yep. Senior. I did an interview with Kyle uh, for his senior night. Uh, I accidentally called him Ryan in the interview. <laughs> well, they're brothers. They spent a lot of time together. You can't... <laughs> did anybody ever call... What's your brother's name? Will. Will, did anybody ever call you Will? Uh, no. Even not, though not a whole lot. Even, even though you look alike. People mistaken when Will worked at Browns, Lease to come into the store and uh, say, are you the one on the radio? <laughs> so uh, Will didn't like that very much. Shenandoah working with the basketball. 45 seconds left Field here by Colby Prudence. Udis looking ahead for the pass. Going to bring it up in the front court now. Knights with it up 61-21 here in the third. Hoffman going to hand it off to Schoen. Schoen going to use the screen set by Antofer. Antofer was rolling to the basket. Schoen going to pull up for two. That's going to be up no good. Antofer with an offensive board. Kicks it out to Huffman. Huffman might have walked when he was backing up with it. Udis going to take a three. A three-point shot going to be up no good. Colby's got to get a three tonight. Rebound into the hands of... Sundra back out to Putin. Three-point shot up. No good. Another offensive rebound. Schoen's putback is going to be up and good. Three offensive rebounds for the Knights on that possession. And Shenandoah can hold for the last shot here in the quarter. These kids aren't going to let those starters down. They want to keep playing hard as well. And Huffman gets another rebound. Huffman shot at the buzzer. Going to be up and no good as it was well after the buzzer sounded. 63-21. Knights up. As we go to the fourth, we'll step away, take a break. We'll be back with that fourth quarter here on 93 Kick 106.7. Sports on the go with me, Jeff Blankman, is powered by New Way Auto Group in Coon Rapids, Jefferson, and Pocahontas. Each week, be sure to check out the vehicle of the week on our station website at 1380kcim.com, our social media platforms, and our new mobile app. You can also tune in to any of the games on broadcasting. Look for your perfect vehicle at New Way Auto Group, where you get free oil changes for life and home of warranty forever. Puddings to framing to finish. 
for farm, home, or commercial. For more than 90 years, Wall Lake Lumber Company has been proud to help our communities grow. With four convenient locations and one of the largest building material inventories in the area, we are sure to be able to fill all your building needs. From project design and estimating to friendly advice, we can't wait to be part of the process for you. Wall Lake Lumber, with locations in Wall Lake, Lakeview, Odebolt, and Carroll. We're not your grandpa's lumber yard. With the basketball coming out of the timeout. Hushman missed the shot, had it blocked. Griffin Glenn going to get the offensive board, and his putback going to be up and good. Really athletic move there by Griffin. He's a nice young basketball player. He's going to... He's going to be a heck of a player for the night. Both, both freshmen, Glenn, yep. Glenn and Shone, going to be Shone. good players. Cepeda going to go down low to eighth, and eighth and two-point shot going to be up no good. He was fouled. He'll go to the line for two. Huffman going to be the foul on that. But the clock running, 65-21, 44-point lead for the Knights. Eighth going to go to the free throw oh, line. They did stop it. His first free throw is up and good. I think it only stops on free throw, like when you're going to the line. So it doesn't go off. On the season, Dalton eighth and a 42% free throw shooter knocks down both of them. Hoffman gets it up to Glenn. Glenn back to Ants over at the top of the key. Students now with it. Going to pull up. His two-point jumper going to be up and good. He just had to move in a couple feet. Give the assist to Antover on that. Cepeda's two-point shot on the other end. Going to be up and good. That's the first. That is the fourth point here in this quarter for Shenandoah. Nice work with the basketball on offense. Good to see these young kids get some varsity time in front of a big crowd. Sundrup going to drive in. His shot going to be blocked away by Ethan. And we did have a, I wouldn't say a full house tonight, but uh, probably the biggest crowd I've seen this year with the dancing and Senior boys dancing and little kids, girls playing basketball. Students work with the basketball for the night. 67-28, your score. Glenn with it in the close side corner, looking for someone to go. So he used the screen set by Antofer. Now drives in, kicks it out to Sundrup in the corner. His three-point shot going to be strong, no good. Spangler pulls down the rebound for the Mustangs. Running in transitions, Ethan. Ethan goes down on the low block. His shot's going to be up, no good. Pudis with the rebound. You know, these kids get limited opportunities to play. You know they want to score. Glenn's three-point shot going to be up no good, but he was fouled. He'll go to the line to shoot three. So the clock keeps running until he gets the ball? Is that how it... I'm not 100% sure on that. I just think the clock stops in general when you go to the, when you go to the free throw line. Otherwise, it keeps running. It stops because here if at they five. left it run for about yep. five to eight seconds. It stops here at 545. Free throw up, no good. 39-point lead for the Knights. 67-28 lead for Kemper. Second free throw on the way, up, no good. One was fouled shooting three, so he gets another one. Is Schoen going to check in. Sundrup will take a seat. These kids have come to practice every day just like everybody else, so good to see him get a chance to... Uh, Get some varsity time. Glenn goes one for three at the free throw line. Lorimer into the front court for Shenandoah. 68-28, 40-point lead for Kemper here in the fourth quarter. We're at 535 left. 
Nathan going to drive in. Down low on Putin. Shot no good. Rebound in the hands of Antofer. Kemper running in the transition. Glisson, Glenn goes reverse layup. Shot up no good. Shown with an offensive rebound, and he was fouled. Glenn tried to get a little fancy there with the offensive rebound. Fox still running. Yeah, it's only the second foul on Shenandoah, so Knight's not shooting yet. Glenn goes up to Huffman, back out to Schoen. Schoen going to drive in now, tries to dump it down low to Glenn. His two-point basket is going to be up and good. Those two are going to play a lot of basketball together. They know where each other's at on the court. They're good at finding one another. Schoen going to come away with the steal on the defensive end for the Knights. 4.50 left here in the fourth quarter, 70-28. to Putin's going to dribble it out of the far side corner. Goes back toward to Huffman. Huffman going to catch and shoot. His three-point shot going to be up no good. I don't think Huffman's hit one of those yet. You know he wants to. Spangler in transition, shot up and good, counts the basket, and one coming on the foul. Huffman's attempted quite a few tonight. Clock going to keep running here. I think, I think it must left. keep running until... Well, now they've stopped it. I'm not quite sure when it stops and when it goes. I think it only stops on free throws, though. I mean, with any other stoppage in play. Well, we had a free throw there, and it kept running. They ran a good 10 seconds off, and they've yeah. done that both times. So I'm wondering if it's once the guy gets into the line, into the lane. I've been trying to watch to, to see what it is. Bengals and one free throw up and good. He's got three points here in the fourth quarter. 70-31 to 31 now. Kemper on top of Shenandoah. They need to try to get Huffman and Ant over a bucket yet. Students working with the basketball. I think if those two score, everybody that's played has scored, if I'm yep. correct. Lynn drives in, splits the defense. His reverse play is going to be up and good. Bangler hands off at the top of the key. Three-point shot straight on. Going to be up and good by number 25, Logan Twyman. They keep playing. They've got some decent basketball players. They just really struggle playing together. Glenn going to drive in now. He's going to do It's been a one-man show here in the fourth quarter for Griffin Glenn. He's come in in several games. I think there was three games where he came in and scored 12 points there in the middle of the season. Uh, coming in at the end as Colby Putin rips down a rebound. Just going to bring it to the front court. Showing with his four tonight. Going to kick it out to Glenn. Glenn going to drive in again. Kicks it out to Huffman. Huffman's three-point shot. Going to be up and good. They've been waiting for that one. The student section down here. He finally got one. You got to get Ann over in the books yet. Three-point shot by Zawick on the other end. Up no good. Huffman going to bring it up in transition. Glenn into Huffman. Huffman's back-to-back shot. going to be up and good. Substitution timeout on the floor. Sundrup going to check in. Kemper up to 80 points on the night. 80 to 34. Huffman knocking down back-to-back threes for Kemper. John Ann overtaking his seat. Sundrup back in the ballgame. Under three minutes now. Knight's got the uh, hit the 80-point mark tonight. Shenandoah with the basketball. Graham going to have his pocket picked by Huffman. 2.45 left here in the fourth quarter. Huffman going to pull up in transition. He's going to miss the shot. He's feeling it. Knocked down two in a row. Missed that one. Is O'Rourke going to give it up? Wayne with it. Going to hit a three earlier. Going to shoot another one. Shot up. No good. Rebound into the hands of Colby Putin. Putin 
Wright's going to pull up for three in transition and going to knock it down. Colby can shoot it. 83-34 now for the Kemper Knights. What we want to see here is we want to see this young Knight team go the young freshman to play good defense while they're out there as they give up a bucket and a foul. That foul is going to go on Jace Huffman. O'Rourke picks up the two-point basket. Excuse me, they're going to get the foul on Sundra. Works free throw up and good. He converts the end one opportunity. A couple of the uh, old-fashioned three-point plays that converted. Sundrup going to pull up for a three. That's going to be long, no good. Ferdorf's going to pull down the rebound. Under two to go here in the fourth, 83-37. Downloaded Graham, his two-point shot up and good. Yeah, he's got some hype on our, our young guys. He's about 6'5 in there. Sundrup back door to Schoen. Schoen picks up two points for the night. 85-39 now. Under a minute 30 to go here in the fourth quarter. Huffman almost comes away with the steal for Kemper. Twang with it, gets it out. Kerberdor, his three-point shot up no good. Griffin Glenn pulls down the rebound. I'll tell you, Griffin Glenn's going to be a ball player. Huffman with a nice pass to Sundrup. Thunder going to hand it off to Huffman. His layup going to be up and good. Huffman's up to eight points now here in the quarter. This very unselfish play. Huffman with eight points. He's got uh, six, seven rebounds. He's had a nice night. Foul on the inside. I think going to go on to Ryan Sundrup. Clock going to keep running here. 50, under 50 seconds now before they get the ball inbounds. Kemper's only got four fouls here in the quarter. Door with it. Gets it out to the top to Keto O'Rourke. Three-point shot here. Going to be up no good by Shenandoah. Fight for the rebound into the hands of Graham. Kick it back out. Holloman Wheatley on it. Door going to kick the bank shot. Bank is open. 87-42. Kemper on top. Knights can hold for the last shot with 24 seconds. That's they might and they're not going to shoot it. They might just triple this out and end the basketball game. Kemper going to go to 16-2 and improve to 9-1 and in the Hawkeye said. Shenandoah going to go to 5-13 and 0-8 and and in Hawkeye 10 as we are under 10 to play. Knights did what they had to do tonight. Played extremely well. Saw some extremely athletic basketball from them. Two seconds left. And that will end the basketball game. Kepler going to pull out a win in the boys game as they go 2-0 in the doubleheader tonight. 87-42 your final here in the boys. We will step away, take a break. We'll be back with that Mackey Motors postgame show coming up on Kick 106.7. Since 1968, Mackey Motors has been serving Lake City and the surrounding communities with new and certified pre-owned vehicles. Mackey Motors is a full-service dealership providing oil changes in our Quick Lube Express phase, a service department with world-class trained technicians, a body shop and collision center with the latest equipment, a full vehicle detailing department, or come talk with one of our highly knowledgeable sales staff. Recipient of the GM Mark of Excellence Award for 15 years running. Find new roads at Mackey Motors in Lake City and MackeyMotors.com. 
Hi, this is Dr. Murray with the St. Anthony Clinic in Carroll. As we are in the prime of cold and flu season, we want to make sure that you have access to quality care. Our board-certified family medicine physicians across our clinic locations proudly care for your entire family, including the youngest members. We are here for checkups, illness, and everything in between. We look forward to providing the best quality care for your children. To book an appointment for your child with the St. Anthony Clinic, call 712-792-2222 or contact us through the health portal. Always look to the cross. Always St. People want and deserve more comfort, efficiency, and reliability, both in their homes and places of work. Dries Company will be there to meet these challenges, whether we are designing a new system or servicing your existing equipment. We are a rapidly growing company that strives to meet and exceed all your expectations. No matter if you are looking to buy new appliances or need the help from one of our certified technicians, we are here for you. We pride ourselves in our installation and service. Dries Company, servicing the Carroll area since 1933. Hi, this is Michelle from Midwest Wholesale. Designing your dream kitchen takes experience and trust. We have it all. We've been in the business of designing kitchens for years. It's not new to us, and that experience and knowledge is priceless when you're putting your heart into your home. Customize your kitchen design with stunning cabinetry from Kitchens Plus by Birch. Come see our showroom and let us show you the difference. Top-notch service and quality cabinetry from Kitchens Plus by Birch and Midwest Wholesale. How you want it, when you want it, where you want it, we deliver. Thank you for calling Brinks Exteriors. This is Allie. Hi. We recently had a tree fall in our house, and I'd like to get an estimate or a roof damage. Sure. We offer free on-site consultations for all our services. Great. While I have you, could you refer me to someone who can replace a drafty window? Brinks does windows, too, with high-quality Energy Star products. What if we'd like to replace our siding? Brinks has you covered. Gutters? Our name says it all. Brinks Exteriors is your headquarters for all things exterior from start to finish. Call 712 Root Pro or visit BrinksExteriors.com. From bump set spike to the crack of the bat, at Motor Inn of Carroll, we love our high school sports. And we love the opportunity to support our local schools, athletes, coaches, and parents. Through the hard work of our kids, we get the enjoyment of watching and listening to their activities. Other life lessons, like teamwork and citizenship, help create outstanding young women and men we are so proud to sponsor. Good luck to all of our local sports teams. From Motor Inn of Carroll. Jeffrey picks up an 87-42 win. Here we are in the Mackey Motors postgame show. Mackey Motors. Sipping the GM Mark of Exxon Award for 15 years running. You can find your roads at Mackey Motors in Lake City or at MackeyMotors.com. Doug, we got Jace waiting to get on the headset. We'll name our motor and player of the game really quick. We're going to go with Carter Putney tonight. 14 rebounds on senior night, or 14 points here on senior night. Also pulled down 7 to 8 rebounds. Was really active on the glass tonight for Kemper as well. Steals blocked. Played the complete game. Played really good defense inside. Uh, I, I was really, really impressed with the effort he gave on the offensive glass. Again, Carter Putty, Carter, Carter Putty, excuse me, your motor in the player of the game. We'll get, Jay, get, we'll get Jace Huffman on the headset here. Huffman going to join us real quick. He had eight points tonight in tonight's ball game. And Jace, want to congratulate you on a big win tonight. Uh, I'm going to go over the first play of the game. Was that drawn up? Did you guys want to start the game on a lob? Yeah, we did. It was drawn up uh, pregame. I mean, when did you decide to do that? Was that just coaches saying, hey, we're going to start the game in a big way? Or did you guys as the players be like, hey, let's start this game on a good note? Well, Carter Putney uh, just started to be able to dunk this year. 
and we've been trying to get one, him one all year, and we're like, what better way to start the game on senior night than throw a lob to him? You finished with eight points tonight. Yeah, you got to shoot it quite a bit. You finally got some to go down there in in the fourth quarter. What was the mindset for you tonight on the offensive end as you got to start tonight on senior night? Well, this is my first time starting and kind of playing this year, and I was really nervous going into it, like sweating with all the nerves. And then finally I was like, whatever, they got to start falling. So I just kept shooting and got hot there towards the end. How You mentioned the nerves. You probably knew coming into tonight you were going to get the start. Uh, you know, what what was it like pregame, during the game? When did the nerves finally go away? Uh, the nerves uh, were kind of there the whole first half, if you could tell. And then towards the second half, I'm like, they're gone. Yeah. Shenandoah came in. Uh, you guys probably going to be new coming in, the heavy favorites in tonight's game. But knew you couldn't roll over. You guys came out, still played your brand of basketball. I had you for about 13 threes tonight. This team can really shoot. And you were really unselfish tonight as well. Oh, yeah, that's one thing we take pride in is our uh, ability to shoot. All our kids go to the rack, even the kids that don't play and everything. We just have fun with basketball. It's a fun sport. And we're like a family here. Every, we don't care about stats or anything. It's just... I was going to say, it seems like a very close tight group of kids that you guys have. You go to 16-2 on the season, 9-1 and one in the Hawkeye 10. You're on senior night. What does it mean to you to play basketball here for the Kemper Knights? It means everything. Growing up as a kid, I always wanted to play basketball, and tonight was just fun. It was fun. Basketball was fun. Jace, I want to thank you for joining us here in the postgame show. All right, thank you. That was Jace Huffman of the Kemper Knights. We will hand off the headset to Coach Minahan here. Coach is going to join us here in the postgame show. And Kemper wins tonight, 87 to 42. Uh, coach, a good win for you guys tonight. Jace said that uh, the opening play on the lob was kind of drawn up going into tonight. Uh, just offensively, you know, you know, kids getting to start that haven't started all game. Was that something you wanted to do on that opening play? Just get them off to a good rhythm, and it seemed to work. Yeah, no, I mean, it's senior night, we just wanted to make sure we rec- give our seniors that like Jace, Jace and Pudi do a great job for us. They've been. Uh, four-year guys for us. They work really, really hard. They put in a lot of time in the offseason, so it's nice for them to get their opportunity to, you know, go out in front of, play in front of people, because they do a great job for us every day in practice, and they run our scout team, and, you know, it just, it's a little bit different. I mean, they can get buckets in, in, in our practice all the time, but Jay, as Jay said, he's like, it's just different, you know, and it's a package of him, so it's, it's fun to see those guys go out, have a good start to the game, and then just play really well at the end. You guys started a little slow on offense, uh, picked it up. I had you for 13 threes. I think I haven't fully added them up, but 13 threes, 13 or 14 threes on the night tonight. Shot it really well on the offensive end. Uh, unselfish basketball, I think, is the key takeaway. I think at one point in the game, me and Doug were talking, he had 18 assists to your 21 made baskets. The kids just played really unselfish, even the kids coming off the bench as well tonight. Yeah, I mean, I think that's one of the highlights of our team this year is we average eight, over 18 assists a game. Um, you know, and we take care of the basketball. Eight turnovers, 18 assists, so is, is our average on the year going in. So, um, you know, we had tw- we had us down for 28 assists, so that's that's really really good uh, job of sharing the basketball and guys just you know, uh, you know, just finding the finding the easy pass and finding the easy shot for the, for your teammates. You guys put up 87 on the board tonight. Uh, you got to get some younger kids in the game as well. Griffin Glenn kind of put up nine points there in that in that fourth quarter. You know, how much does it does it help improve this team when you can get those younger kids in games to get them meaningful minutes going down the stretch of the season? Yeah, it's huge. I mean, Griffin and, and then Dylan both are really, really talented basketball players. So, um, you know, we started them on the freshman team, and, um, 
you know, they were winning games pretty comfortably, so they weren't getting enough minutes. We moved up to JV, and you can really see them, you know, take charge in JV games. They're really talented players, so we're excited, uh, you know, for the future. Um, but, you know, tonight was about celebrating our seniors and, and letting them go out and shine and, and have some fun. Talking about those seniors, uh, you had a big group of them. Uh, Michael, I'm just going to run through them real quick. Ben Gurkin, Michael Castro, our Jace Huffman, along with Hans Kraus got the start tonight, Carter Putney, and then Colby Putin. Yeah, uh, those yeah. kids have played basketball a long time together. Uh, this team's tight-knit, how, tight, a tight, close group. How was these seniors meant to this team this year? You know, was, uh, you know, uh, was it Michael said the first game they ever played, they lost like 90-something to three. It was like going to like a Kingdom Hoops or Iowa Tech or somebody. It was just, it's one of those, you know, big AAU teams, and it was just the Carroll team play, or the Knights team playing. So uh, they kind of got smoked there the first game, but, you know, it's, it's a learning opportunity. And, you know, DJ, uh, you know, he's meant so much to our program. Um, you know, he's, he is sitting out the remainder of the season, but, you know, he was our MVP as a sophomore and a junior. Um, so he's been really important for our team this year. And I'm just proud of the way all of our guys have continued to step up and work and get better. You know, Carter Putney and Hans Krause have stepped into completely different roles from what they've ever had before, and they've really, really shined in them, honestly. So I'm just, the unselfishness of this group is, you know, they've meant a lot to us and um, kind of, you know, got it. We, we had, had some really good years, you know, my first three years, and then we kind of went into some dark ages for a little bit. But um, these guys have really helped turn it around. Coach, I want to congratulate you on a big win tonight, and good luck coming up the rest of the season as we get closer to the postseason. Thank you. That was Coach Sean Minahan here on the Mackey Motors postgame show. We will end tonight's broadcast. Again, your motor in player, Liam Carter, Putney tonight, 14 points uh, for the senior on his senior night. For Jeff Blankman, back in the studio, my broadcast partner, Doug Wanniger, Casey Miners, saying thank you for tuning in to high school basketball tonight here on a kick 106.7.